This episode is brought to you by the DGEN Community Network, media for the decentralized generation. If you want to connect or to check out more great NFT and crypto content, go to dgen.network. That's dgen.network. Welcome back to another episode of the Unrecruited Podcast. You got Chris and Jason here with a special return guest, Dan Chan. Dan Chan, welcome, buddy. Hey, what's up, man? Glad to be here. Yeah, what's we up, uh, we wanted to bring you back. We had fun last time, and uh, we had some good Twitter engagement afterwards. And so uh, we wanted to bring you on and, and check in and see how things were since we last talked. A lot of things going on. Um and then kind of get your, your, your state of Zed and, and leading up to the maiden here. Cause I know that's uh breeding is the name of your game, but before we get there, we got the, uh, the NFL playoffs coming up this weekend. Do you, uh, you got any sleeper picks and any sleeper bets? You know, I, 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 I modeled some lines out for the NFL for the playoffs and I actually did them before the games were actually laid out and fuck, I, I'm literally a half point off at most on any game. So there is They're like, too tight. They're fucking perfect. <laughs> Those spreads are fucking A1. I looked at it away. I said, I, I, I got nothing. I, I have no picks. Yeah, I don't see shit there. There's nothing to bet. I mean, I don't see anything that's got value. There's tons of fun shit, of course. But yeah. Give us something fun. What do you got? What kind of product? Any, any Super Bowl, uh, any odds like long shots for the Super Bowl or good value for or to win the Super Bowl? You know, I, I think Arizona got cold. And I think people kind of are sleeping on Arizona because they got cold, and I could see them getting bit down enough to where it might there might be a little value in Arizona. I mean, they're a good football. Not a bad play. They won won, what eleven, twelve games or something. I mean, I know they got cold, and and you know a lot of things happened at the end there. But I mean, they should have won. They should have won the buy. They had the buy locked up, and then they gave it away. Whoever's talking about the Bengals, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> Maddie, get out of here, Maddie. I, I just because just your Falcons aren't in there. The Bengals have too much variance. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it'll be an interesting one. You know, they, they drew the Raiders, so, you know, we'll see how it yeah, goes. Yeah, they should, they should get by that game with no problem. The Raiders, yeah. I can't even believe they're in the playoffs. Right. Oh, my God. Can we talk about that play? Yeah. So, would you have – I want to know where you got a kneel on the ball, right? <laughs> What the fuck were they? Pl- what, what was going on? Like, why were they even playing? They're in the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know. They're blowing it. <sighs> Hate to be a Chargers fan. I mean, they probably don't have too many fans, but whatever. They suck. But I mean, the Chargers and the Raiders made it to overtime. They were in the playoffs. Both of them. So yeah. why would they fucking do anything? Like, I mean, I would just like, I mean, it would just be like a... Uh, they both should have played like it was a 60-point blowout. Yeah. Yeah. And just ran the timeout. I think they even agreed to run the timeout before that coach called the timeout at the, like with 38 seconds left. Yeah. It seemed like it. Yeah, because whoever was talking to Eckler after the game, it seemed like he told them, like, hey, yeah, we were just going to kneel on it. And the, his reaction was fucking priceless. It was just like, you shitting me? And, uh, yeah, the rest is history. I don't even know yeah, why why even kick that field goal right there. I mean, the, it doesn't matter if you miss it, right? But if you if they block it and return for a touchdown, that's way more probable than just fumbling sure. and taking a knee or something like that. 
Yeah. There's no way. There's no way you kick that field goal. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy who loses and misses the playoffs because you decided to push it and kick a field goal or run one more play. You know. The NFL is about making the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. We'll see how it goes. We're excited for it. A lot. We got our little side pools and bets and all that shit going on. So um, it'll be a good time. It'll Who do you be... like? Who's your pick? Who's your Super Bowl champion? Honestly, I I I could see. I think I, I like the Bills uh, coming out of the AFC, and I don't want to say if Packers. They don't lose but to the Patriots week one. I don't think they will. Uh, they got the Patriots number, um, but uh, but also uh, the pack. Like I, it's gonna be tough to beat Rogers. I think that you know quarterbacks are so important, in, especially in the playoffs, and he's he's just fucking on top of his game right now. I don't know, but fucking seems like the Packers always find a way to stay home. Yeah. I have a hard time picking against the the team, the number one seeds with buys. I mean, now there's just the one seed with a buy, given that they don't have to face that, that other wildcard game. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of the wildcard games, but like you said, you said Cardinals maybe. Four points against the Rams. It's tough to pick either, either of those teams to win it. That's a tough game. The Cowboys and Niners, uh, toss-up. I mean, you know, it's tough to see someone. The Bills, I guess, have the, maybe the easiest path. If you, but like I said, you get by the Patriots if they just pass the ball three times and run it down your throat. Who knows? <laughs> they're, they're not going to do. They, they can't do that. That was already proven last time. It's going to be the third coldest over. game in Buffalo history. Right. So it might be the same bullshit. <laughs> I know. Who knows? Give Who it knows? a little. Give them a little snow, and it's going to be run, 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 run. They fucking pounded the ball down their throat in Nebraska 1990 style. <laughs> I know. You got Eric Frost out there running the fucking wind Newt, Newt Rockney. Yeah, that was a that was a I, you know, that almost felt like it was a, a a game where you know the they were like saying like just like you can't stop us. And it they literally could. It was just like like you know pure macho macho man on man. Fuck you! We're running it down your throat. We don't even got. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna tell you what's coming. We're gonna call a run to the right, and you're not gonna stop it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's some that's some serious uh, <laughs> alpha football. It's like Ricky yeah. Vaughn. You hit it, you name it, just beat it. <laughs> Here comes the heater. Yeah. Uh, welcome everybody. Hey MJ. Hey Florgon. Uh, we got Dan Chan here and we're, uh, we're just shooting some shit with some sports, but we're about to get into some Zed talk. Um, Dan, last time we had you on, it was pre all these tournaments and, uh, a lot's changed in the last, I don't know, a couple months now. And, and we've got a roadmap, we've got tournaments that are weekly. Um, and we're, we're going to get some, some challenges here and we're going to get some new things. So. What's uh, and I know we've got class one nonsense, you've been tweeting a lot about that. Um, we got the ELO coming up for rankings and all that. So, where where do you stand right now? What's your current state of Zed and, and how do you feel about things? I think that you need to look, I think when you look at any project or any business or any investment, or you always want to look at what the big players or the big movers are doing in the game. And that's usually a good indication of where it's going, right? I mean, in most instances. And so I look at people like Arbitrage and 
you know, some of the bigger barns and see what they're doing. Yep. And it sure seems like they believe. I haven't talked to them about this. I'm speaking purely from just my looking at what they're doing. But it just seems like they're going straight for the natural U-shaped horses and planning on ELO just being, you know, distance funneled and natural U-horses just being able to clean up. So I'm kind of scared with that because I, I really focus a lot on a lot of sprinters and marathoners and and the distance specialists are something that I really like and enjoy a lot more than the natural U's. But man, it sure feels like they feel, or some of these top big barns seem to really be focusing on these natural U horses. And man, that's a that's a scary thought. It, it's funny you say that. I've seen a lot more arbitrage in those mid-distance races than I ever have. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, that's an interesting take. I hadn't really thought about that. Right, because I mean, in any business, right, you look at what the big players or the, you know, the big people are doing, and that's usually a good sign of what's coming or, you know, the direction that the, the market's moving in. Yeah. And I, I would be surprised if they're not right. Well, they got their finger well, on the pulse, man. They're doing something right. With with ELO, shouldn't the natural U kind of stay? Like, it should be the one that down costs more than someone who's more, let's call it L-shaped or hockey chip, hockey stick. Well, if they use distance funnels, it seems like the, it seems like the, 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 non-natural use you know the the horses that are great at a distance and then use another distance to drop would really struggle because they would all be forcing themselves up to where they're in a very very competitive environment where a natural you is going to have low finish positions against even sometimes bad competition to really probably keep their elo really low and be able to you know be a lot lower on the elo scale now, one tricky thing that I think is something that maybe might be getting missed a little bit is Zed seems to think if you're a lower class horse that you really can't play for any money, right? Like if you're in class five, you can only Buy bet five races. bucks. Yep. <laughs> so if 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 these great natural U horses get this low ELO rating, are they going to be stuck in areas where they can only bet five bucks? That's a good question. Right. I mean, would you like to see Vanilla Bean and and Jimothy and some of these other great natural use? These horses might be stuck in races where they I mean, where they can't even play for more than five bucks. Right. That's going to kill their value. For sure. For sure. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see how horses become profitable in this model. Right. It's it's going to be interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 really interesting. And. If they do, if they don't use distance tunnels, I don't think anything really changes, though, right? Mm-mm. I mean, generally, I, I don't see anything changing if they don't use an actual distance tunnel specific ELO system. Everything's basically the same. It's just going to look different a little bit, maybe, or something. I don't right. really see any difference if they oh, don't yeah. use distance. Yeah, they they need to because uh, you know, uh, otherwise you'll get a lot of the the manipulation. And I think that's, what's going to ruin some of this is, you know, people will try and find a cheat in the game to make it, you know, more advantageous for themselves, which is fine. But you start getting everybody doing it. It takes the fun out of the game. It takes the fun out of racing. Um, And so, you know, you got to keep competition healthy and they got to figure that out. And I think that's something that they're struggling with and they're doing everything in their power to make it better but they don't really know what's right and what's wrong. And they're just kind of throwing shit at a wall right now, hoping something sticks. 
I mean, I'm sure you probably, I don't know if you read it or not, but did you read my tweets about just removing the classes and just let people do whatever the fuck they want? Yeah, I like that. I like that idea a lot. Um, just because, you know, if, if you want to go up against the big guns, go up against the big guns. If you want to see how good your horse is, be able to enter a race against that horse. Right now, it's like you might not ever see some of the best horses. And if you're running class four against okay horses and you want to really see how your horse is, but there aren't, you know, juggernauts in class four. How do you do that? Right. And, and I remember when one of my horses was coming up and, and I just threw it up against the giants. And I know Vance did the same thing when, when he put his horse in the $500 class one, it was an accidental mistake, but it got 12 to one odds. And it's like, all right, you got an actual fucking good horse. Uh, so, you know, just take care of it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, the thing for me is like, okay, I understand you need structure and, and you don't want, you know, people getting just fucking flat crushed by good players with experience. I get all that, but I mean, we're not kindergartners. We're not fucking grown men. Well, if you're going to put money into this game, you, you, I'm going to, this is where we got in trouble last time, Dan. So, so tread lightly, but if you want to put money in this game, you know, there's a chance that you might lose it. Right. So they have free races, but they have paid races. Now, free races have kind of changed the game. Last time we talked, they had free races, and then they took away the free races. And I actually preferred that more. But now it's like free races are back. And in last week was a perfect example. During the pity point, everybody was just downclassing, waiting for Fibonacci. And it's like, that's not the point of the free races. That doesn't make it fun. Let the free races either be only for tournaments or people learning how to play the game. Once you're established and you've got a certain point, you should be playing paid races and that's where it goes. You know, if horses suck, horses suck. You, you know, <laughs> if you, if you get dealt a bunch of 16s playing blackjack, that's life, right? You win, you lose. Yeah. I, I think that when you, when you take it into consideration, the, the thing for me is there needs to be balance. Like right now it's 97% of horses are all racing free. And then if they turn free races off, then everyone's forced to paid race and they get nowhere to train their horses or, you know, get a bill for it before they spend their 20 bucks or whatever. I think you just need to really find a really good balance. I don't think it should always be this so extreme one side or the other. I think that you should maybe throw up a free race like every hour. And the first 12 fuckers that get in there, great. Yeah. You know, maybe you only get, maybe you only end up getting in you know, two or three free races a day for your horse and that's staring at the screen all day, but you still have a chance to get in a free race. You still get to experience the experience, but it's not the entire platform, you know, using it for downclassing and doing whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love to use free races for downclassing. My fucking ROI skyrockets. Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, we're using it, right? We're all using it. But, yeah. We're taking know, advantage like... of the current system, but I don't think it's the best system to operate under. Just like the way you do your taxes, you know. <laughs> hey Jay, welcome, man. Never heard Dan Chan's voice. He's in well, love. I, you know, as far as the free races, I think they should just go all paid, even very low. You know, it's just better that way, and give maybe give people free races up to a certain amount of races before you have a hundred races, or you know, a couple hundred races, or five, ten races a horse, just to give people a chance. Like you said, test your horse a little bit, but it shouldn't be there just for everybody to be using the system or in tournaments, 
might as well be using some of that prize pool money to like go towards the tournament pot, right? It could be a larger tournament pot. I mean, I'm all for breeding and, and believe me, I, I only see green dollars when you say people are going to be breeding for every tournament. That That's only good things for me. For but sure. at the same time, I, I mean, I love my horses. The good horses that I have, I don't want to just park them somewhere because I got to breed new horses every fucking week for the next tournament. I like to race the good horses I have, and it sucks to – I mean, I got some really good horses right now that I haven't raced in a month because I'm too busy with these new horses that I bred that I got to breed to put in these tournaments so they start enough with a low enough point count that they can even have any fucking possible chance of even qualifying. Well, that's a strategy, right? We talked about that before, but it's like if you're going to throw them in the tournament and run those 25 races, it's better to start them class five, class four. And if they're good, even if you're running free races, you're going to get into class three and that's it. If you qualify, you're going to get a nice qualifying position. You're not going to get up against all the class one juggernauts and you got a chance to win a couple bucks before you get thrown to the wolves. Exactly. And I think that I think that what you just said is what 99% of people are doing, right? Yeah. We talked about and it last just, time before the uh, before the last maiden, right? Like I was like, I think I'm going to breed stuff at Z5 and lower, so I at least start at a 37 class rating, so I'm not at a 57 class rating. So at least I got a little bit of class four, and then all of class three before I really get fucked with. And now you know you get into class five. If you pay, if you do 25 free races and you win them, you know you win 60 percent of them. You're still in class three. It's crazy. Yeah. And then with this huge movement in the points, you know, the 50 point spread now across, I mean, it, you, you can really stay way. away from the beast by yeah. starting with the higher Z. Yeah. I'm going to try to get back to my Z, uh, my Z10, my Z11, my Z12 for the, for the uh, maiden. Yeah. Hey, what did, what did you guys, we haven't talked about it, but what did you guys think of the side bet? I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I, I I, I liked it because it it created another competition. I love the shit talking in it all, but everybody's like, I breed the best horses or I'm the best, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This <laughs> fucking just puts you out there. You got 15 horses. And for those of you guys that don't know, Dan started, uh, was it 0.1 ETH for 0.25. each? 0.25 for whoever wanted to join. You got up to 15 horses and whoever went furthest in the tournament by winning or, you know, coming in whatever place, won the entire thing in what, 10% of it or 5% of it was donated to the charity of your choice and the rest went to the stable. And so I thought yeah, it was fucking brilliant. We we talked about joining it with our unrecruited stable. We, I mean, we were just going to be donating, but it would have been fun and just great engagement to get in there and fuck around. Yeah, and then arbitrage wins it. Of course. I was like, come on, are you guys serious? You know, I love arbitrage. I, I hope so, I don't stole your, Did you let him use the blood tool? He won with the blood tool? He's a blood tool member, yeah. They, they're, they're blood tool members, so. so How many horses do they really it, breed? You almost won it. They don't really rest with breeding too much. They, yeah. they use the tool more for, you know, in their analysis of what they're doing of sure. their game. Yeah. You know, because there's a lot more to the blood tool than just the, you know, the just general breeding. There's a lot of statistics, racing stuff, uh, family history. A lot of the things that they, they consider when they're probably probably more in their prospecting than their actual breeding. Yeah. How much are you how much are you taking into account like uh of previously bred horses? Like the I guess I would say the offspring of 
of horses when you're looking at that for breeding like oh this one this horse had a nice offspring i might want to consider that oh it's huge yeah we consider it we consider it you know i believe in results i'm very result oriented when it when it comes to zet because i think there's so many unknowns like we know a little bit about base ability we know a little bit about distance preference we have some ideas of how to calculate you know, variability, you know, there's some different systems and ways that we kind of try to analyze and get this stuff. But there is, if you really look, there is no really true pattern to what's passed down from parents to children. And so the only thing that you really have to go on in my mind is the results. So I want to look at what I'm saying is look, this, the, the results are getting me good kids. If the results are getting me good kids, I don't really know exactly what's making them give me good kids. Maybe these horses have breeding fitness. Maybe their fucking base ability. They have a better pass down of base ability. Maybe they, they have a, a distance preference factor that we don't even know about that they're able to pass down that gets randomly assigned to sprint or marathon or whatever. I mean, Lord knows. It could be anything. So We really don't know. And the people that are telling you they know, they don't know. They'll right. even tell you. The ones that talk about base ability a lot, they'll even tell you that, it, you know, that parent pass down is basically you take the two babies, the two parents together, you average their base ability out, and then they, the child gets from one to 10%. That is a huge fucking difference. 10% is a fucking massive swing. Yeah. I mean, it's so, so really, it's, it's, I mean, it sounds like not much, but 10% is a fucking ton. Yeah. So what do you think about like, know your horses had one and, and I forget somebody else had one, but they had Z1s that were in the stud barn for, over at one ETH each for a cover. Is that something that you think, like, I mean, it's a lot of money to fork out and, and you know, there are very, very few horses that have one per, uh, one ETH profit. Is that something you're looking at? Or are you still trying to find value in, in some of these breeds? I look for horses that breed well. So I'm looking for breeding fitness, let's call it. But yeah. at the same time, I am fully aware that bloodlines are valuable. But you might pay one ETH to get a, a baby from Breathless Edge, or you might even pay two or three ETH, Lord knows. But if you paid that two or three ETH, all of your offspring from that horse that you got with that blood in it are definitely worth more money in the eyes of your average Zetter. So there, there might be some through, value, so like there might be some value that's not on the racetrack. Even if they're not a good racer, they carry through for breeding for the next round? Oh, yeah. People love to know that they have the great grandkid of, of you know, Zeon or whatever. Billions, great, great grandchild. Yeah. Yep. The worst. I mean, how many horses are named Breathless something? No kidding. I, I don't buy any of those. Every Maybe green horse. Average Every fucking green horse. Breathless, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like I, I put a tweet out like, if I find another fucking horse named Breathless something, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> but you need, you got all the... You got all the fires fire and in all your names. So now I see a horse with fire and you don't own it. I'm like, well, what happened? Dan sold that. He must've sold that. <laughs> you know, the guy that owns Haku uses fire too. And we, yeah, I've seen it. there's a couple. Yeah. You gotta be creative now. Cause I claim it as mine. <laughs> so we always I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for all the fuegos. I started the, I started actually the Portuguese, the Cafegos. I started the Fogos. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't do a bunch, but I started a couple of people didn't know what the fucking meant. Right. So I got a question for you, Dan Chan, because uh, 
I, I had my Z4 on the stud barn and, and you hit it one time and I was like, well, this has got to be either something really good or just a trial that's a complete disaster. When you're <laughs> looking at, at random studs, I know you got your tool and stuff, but are there somewhere like, cause my horse at that time really had zero races. It was a couple races in, had some flames, nothing crazy. Um, but it was a Z4 Genesis. And, and so you hit it. So it's like, are there somewhere you're still taking a, a, a flyer on? Not really. Did it, was it a stallion or a Cole? A stallion. A stallion means I probably looked at the kids. Got it. I probably liked the way the kids looked in. See, now this is where it gets a little bit tricky. And I trick people with this is a lot of people look at the kids of a horse and they say, oh, well, these, these horses aren't good racers. Well, I got some bad news for you. 90% of exclusive or fucking, you know, whatever, Zabo Z24s are not good racers. So you're saying that this horse doesn't produce good horses. It may actually produce really good horses that are way above the standard, but maybe are not raceable, but are still way above the standard of, of what the breed and type is. You know, like your average C15 Legend Buterin is shit. So if you have a horse that puts out, you know, four or five Legend Butte Z15s, that are good. and three or four of them are, are above the standard of the rest, you're, you're going to see some, that to me is a good breeder, right? Yeah, go back to the well. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I, I think when I look, like when I'm hitting it with, whether it's one of my buttes or a different one, I look to see if there's any similar uh, Z numbers or whatever and, and kind of try to base it off of that. And uh, like legendary buttes are a total crapshoot. And, you know, especially when you're hitting butte and butte, you, you never know what you're going to get. Um, but I, you know, I recently just bought a, a Z5 female and it had only bred with z5s and z6s so i was like hey i'm gonna run this into a z1 and because the z5s and z6s were good so i was like it's got to be a decent breeder let me run it into a z1 and see what happened and i put it in um i think it was fib three and it qualified and so i was like all right well maybe we got something now i've ran it up so much i gotta bring it back down but it's a natural u it's a 16 and 1800 horse um so i'm kind of happy about that i got a legendary z6 I think it's a female too. So it's like got some upside to even bring it back into another Z1, Z2 if I want to. Yeah. And I, I think that's the thing is you, you have to look at it more of what the standard is for that horse instead of the kind of like, uh, you know, instead of like, Oh, this horse isn't a good breeder because it doesn't have great babies. And then the other thing you got to consider too is, you know, is the other parent any good, you know, yep, like, right. I mean, that, that has a lot of effect on it as well. I'll look at the other, I might look at a horse and it might have look horrible with its children, but then I look at the, the choices that they made in stud or in other mares and I'm like, oh my God, this horse might not be bad. It looks like it's just buried with this shit horse. Yeah, like someone could run their Z10 Buterin that has no good babies into a Z4 Zabo and not tell you anything about it. Yeah, and, and you know, they, they might do that and, you know, a lot of times where you can really find some good deals is you can find where people have a pair, a breeding pair. I love fucking breeding pairs because they'll breed the same two together five times and be like, oh, this horse is shit. Are you sure? Right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the I, other horse might be shit. This is a coin flip here. we got a good <laughs> coin flip. So if you're, you know. I've run it back a few times. Tails. 
now that we don't have twins or, or triplets, you know, the ability to do twins and triplets and all that stuff, run it back though, month after month and, and try to see what we got. And I've got a couple of decent ones and, and some not so great ones, but I f- you figure I'm going to keep going back to the well if it's still there. You know, the shitty part is I got all the females and so I got to wait for those males to be available. And, and, you know, not everybody has discord or you're able to connect with them. So, uh, so you sit there and it's a waiting game, hoping that you can get them when they, when they get actually get listed. You know, I was talking about a really interesting uh, theory with uh, BG, and we were discussing uh, stacking back base ability into horses. It was really interesting. I, I really found, I, I really thought it was, it was something that kind of enlightened me where like, like if you, if you, if you created, if you took a Z80 pacer, right? Okay, a Z80 pacer is going to have like fucking zero base ability, right? I mean, this right, thing right. is fucking going to be like, let's just say it's a, a one to 10 scale. This fucker is going to be like a 0.3, right? In base ability. But if you banged it with a Z1 and you take the average of the mom and the app, you put the two horses together, total them, average it, and then split it back into the baby with a 10% drop. You could literally have a fucking buterin pacer that's got fucking the base ability of a Z15 legend. Right. That's Z1 blood. It's worth it. Well, I mean, it's just really interesting because if if we're talking down the road and we're talking about going to have custom racing and custom tourneys and custom stuff, my Z fucking 48 pacer, buterin pacer, is going to be way better than your fucking Z48 pacer. Yeah, I, I want to see a tournament with Pacers, and I want to see all these people scramble to try and get Pacers because good luck, right? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty for sale, but it's it's hard, you know, if, if you're not ready to breed a Pacer, good luck. Yeah, I mean, you need, what, four months? I mean, yeah. if you're not, I mean, if you're not in the right position, you need, what, four or five cycles to even get close? Yeah. The, uh, I, what was actually pretty cool which I think Dan, you're sponsoring uh, Metaverse Gaming's tournament. Is that is that right? Yeah, of course. I love those dudes. Nice. They're so hard nice. on me. Have you listened to them? They fucking yeah. I was, I was on last night. I was on last night. I was <laughs> listening, and tr- I tried in a race. I couldn't even get in a race. I was missing races left and right. Um, but I'm excited for that party mode they're going to do because that'll make something like that actually pretty fun. Yeah. Oh man, it's going to be amazing, right? When they have their own yeah. links to their own races. Yeah, oh, party mode. You got to have the link to enter. That'll be that'll be awesome. Make it yeah, so much easier because they're on the right track with that thing they're doing um, for that. Yeah, I mean, it's just so unique. It's so interactive. It's so unique. It's it's you know everyone's talking shit to each other in the chat. And everyone's having fun. There's a ton of banter. It's it's live. It's right there on the spot. You're getting in a race, seeing results quick. It's 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 the casino experience for Zan, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, you you didn't you weren't were you not racing though last night? No, I was talking shit. I was just I know. talking. <laughs> back and forth. I know I saw you in there, but you, I was like, oh, you sponsor and hanging out and just no races. <laughs> no, well, that could be like us, fun. right? We could do another That's SoCal true. meetup. We could sponsor it in freaking BTS's uh, garage or whatever, right? Just have a crazy meetup, and we're just doing horses, and we could live stream. We could do whatever the fuck we want. But it's cool to, you know, have those people all there and you can do so much shit talking and there could be, you know, you could have rules and all these different things that you can create. And I, I think that's the beauty of it is that it it will allow these side competitions, meetups, whatever you want to call them, um, 
it'll just stable bring her stable some fun into it yeah <laughs> but I'm what, all about, for new what competition. about what what do you think of the weekly tournament every week grinding 25 races every fucking time the exact same tournaments over and over that shit has wore me out i'm like no Fuck, it's, a, it's a lot it's tiring. yeah and the fact that we're on fibonacci four uh is a little crazy like we talked about at the beginning, right? Have a legendary tournament, have a Genesis tournament, have exclusive tournaments or have Buterin tournaments, do that stuff. And I know it's probably a little more complicated on, on the, the chain side of things, but to be at Fibonacci four, it's like, come on, it's the fucking same shit. We need to mix it up a little bit. That's why I liked what, um, what zombie was doing. Right. And, and I think zombie was the real inspiration for some of this stuff. And, and we had fun. Well, these tournaments are from zombie. They're, yeah. they're not. We had the original zombie, zombie and Dan Shan fucking one, um, you know, running for arbitrage, but it was one of those things where it was like, Hey, you know, if you want to, if you want to really do this, put your money where your mouth is buy a fucking token. And maybe that's what we're waiting for our tokens, but buy the token and get in here and let's see how you do. It obviously works because Zombie was able to sort out the tokens and like kind of picks from the races. Okay, if you if your horse is in, it'll pick that that data, and you could specifically enter certain horses. It's not like you can't grab the horses out of different races. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing that they need to do is they they need to they they really just need to copy DraftKings to the fucking T. I mean, yeah. Zed should look yeah. like when you go log on to Zed, it should look like fucking DraftKings. The only difference is it's fucking horses. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I the agree. same format, same free to play, free sign up bonuses, uh, fucking ten thousand dollar buy in now. Tournament starts in ten minutes. The, all that shit should be just like fucking you know DraftKings or any any fantasy sports stuff. Well, we talk about a that lot of DraftKings is like an extension of poker online poker right so it goes online poker then you have DraftKings, and then it should be this like should be the same format run that run satellite tournaments if you want to a big tournament that type of yeah. thing that's where we got in trouble last time don't go down that road people with fucking apes will come <laughs> enter as you will enter yeah. as you will it's not fair, financial it doesn't advice. have to go off right away i mean <laughs> you know watching races is good but it doesn't have to go off like right away with the, only the cycle of races that we got now yeah Hey, it looks like we got some new Zed royalty up in, in, in the chat here. We got Bergie, the new stable racer for uh, Mr. Archie. What's up, Bergie? I, I want to hear about your deal someday. We'll have to we'll have to get you on the meetup and, and hear what kind of deal you arrange with Archie to run some horses. You know, I'll tell you what. I, I, people are sleeping on fucking Archibald. He's going to be fucking good. Oh, yeah. He's committed. Yeah. He's dedicated. He just, he just picked up uh, our boy Bergie here to race some ponies for him, so. You're gonna. Thanks. I would. I would think that you're gonna be talking. People are gonna be talking a little bit different about Archibald come fucking six months from now. Yeah. He's got a. He's got a good stable setup. Are you? You're the only one racing your ponies, Dan, or you got other people racing your ponies? No, I'm Mr. Anti. Fucking let people race your ponies. I hate that <laughs> shit. Not even if it was in like an escrow. Like if they set it up like similar to how these other uh, play to earn games go. Yeah, Were me, you still on the token? You know, to me, it's, I love the game. It's a game to me. It's not really a grind or a, a money pit thing. Now, I'm not saying I'm yeah, against you, it. If I could yeah, fucking just print horses all day and fucking have someone 
in the Philippines raising them for fucking 30 cents a week and you know me collecting a million dollars fuck I'm in <laughs> no it's, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting I think like the whole guild thing I think that's the exciting part and, and like I think this is where ultimately some of the stuff with Zed is going to be going where it's like an extension of your stable with the renting of the horses and all these different things uh, I think this will be a more common thing kind of like how Bergie's saying it's the future but I think it's going to be more common. It's going to be more accepted, uh, not just, oh, look at this guy paying this guy to race these horses. You know, we saw it with uh, with Lucky Jacks, right? Lucky Jacks put in a fucking gazillion horses into the Maiden. There was no way he was running them all, right? And so he's, you get a horse. He's Oprah Winfrey over here passing out horses to all the You get a horse, you people. get a horse, you get a horse. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> you know. It, I mean, no wonder it, he's got so many horses in, in the Maiden. That that's a little bit tough. I mean, that's just playing the game, right? Get enough entries. That that's like the Wagme getting LBJ into the into the pity point, running yeah. ten horses in a in a race. But hey, if you spend the money, if it's paid, I mean, sure. But, I mean, I mean, I know we're early, and I know we got to have like this long vision that goes far down the road or whatever. But you know, Fib Four is too fucking much, dude. We've done this too long. We rode this ride too long. It's time yeah. to fucking see something else. Yeah, like, yeah. let's get some creativity on, you know. I mean, the the best part of that is the creativity. So let's get some some tourney creativity. Get yeah, I mean, it to. just, I mean, how hard is it to fucking uh, turn the shit off? You know, turn off fucking Genesis for a day. Yep. I mean, how cool would that be if they just turned Genesis off on Tuesday? <laughs> well, like in in the maiden, out. the maiden should be bred horses. It shouldn't be Genesis, right? It's just there's a clear advantage to a fucking Z one rolling into a maiden and we saw that last time keep the genesis out of it it should be bred horses yeah i agree with that i agree with that well, zombies I, was I, bred only to start the original right but the last zed one was not in a z11 right so you know it, it, there's a there's a major disadvantage but i mean it just i mean i'm just talking in general like just like fuck it tomorrow when we wake up and we go to fucking zed <laughs> no it's more like, racing genesis for today genesis can't race today Period. Like, it should be like Chick-fil-A. Genesis are off on Sundays. I mean, just like <laughs> randomly, you know, like, fuck it, Genesis can't race today. Yeah. No, I mean, I how like cool those, would that be? How exciting would that be? People for, be all pumped uh, they're getting their rest and relaxation for the day. No, that would be cool. Or just to have like Buterin Day or whatever. And it's just have it because they want to do daily tournaments too, right? So they're shifting towards this where they're going to be able to do this. So might as well. Um, the one thing I actually miss probably the most out of all the racing and everything that's going on is um, the daily the leaderboard, the leaderboards, right? What stable had the best racing that day or which horse won the most races that day. Like that was just fun interaction or the fastest times, like all those things, like they've kind of dropped off, but that was like, as a small stable coming up, it was like, I just wanted to see if I was competing or not. And if I ran my best horse enough times, did I have a chance? And we don't get to see that stuff anymore. It's kind of frustrating. I had a long talk with like Zed staff about that fucking three fourths of the page being just that next to run shit that no one even looks or uses. Yeah. That that space is so valuable. They could put up their fucking arbitrage racing just won five grand. They could uh, they could flash a pop up there some fucking uh, flash races where it's no entry in the turn. It pays out five hundred bucks. And you, whoever clicks fastest gets in. Uh, 
They could do so much entertaining and fun stuff with that little box right there. That little box alone with a little creativity could be a game changer for Zed. Well, it's funny you say that. And Bergie, we'll get to class one in a sec. We haven't really talked about class one. But it's funny you say that because I I was talking with MJ yesterday um, about some of the stuff that that we've seen and kind of where we see the Zed changes going and all these things. And it's like they found a sweet spot in what they've created, but they're struggling to run the business the way that it needs to be from a gaming perspective. They're struggling to, um, you know, they acquired the, the, um, the VR AR company, you know, we'll see where that goes, but it's like, they're missing some stuff of just basic functionality. And even like you're saying website design and functionality, very simple stuff when you're creating a website and they're wasting valuable space. And so it, it doesn't make the UI and, and the gameplay that much more enjoyable because you're going to fuck around and deal with all these things. Or you try to do it on the mobile app, and I don't know how many times you got to click your fucking horse to get it entered in a race because it's only showing the top three horses, and you got to scroll and hit and scroll and hit, and by that time, you've already missed the race. So it's like they have to fix the UI if they want this to be better because it's a game. We're here to fucking play a game, and they need to make the gameplay better. The graphics are fine, but they got to make every part of it that much better. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they're very, I'm not here to talk shit about Zed. I'm super pumped about Zed right now, but they're very, 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 very fucking careful. Right. Yeah. Like they don't want to do anything. Like they don't just say, fuck it. Let's throw Elo up and see how this shit flies. You know, they're like, they like plan it out and do all this shit. And then, they, they release whatever they think the version of what's going to be good. I mean, how long were we waiting for fucking stamina or fatigue yeah. or whatever the fuck? Long time. I mean, it, it, it's like they really make sure that, I mean, I think that they they have to have a confidence score of 99.3 before they even think of putting something on the format. Because if it was my website, it would look different every fucking day. <laughs> well, it, it's because something it's that we beta, talk- right? Everybody <laughs> knows it's beta. We get to use the beta term, so fucking use it. Right. Take advantage. We're still in beta, you have to right? Fucking poker, play it. Beta all, all, all year long. But what, what's something that I, I say a lot in my my actual day to day business is analysis to paralysis. Right? You overanalyze things to the point where you fucking get into a stalemate. You don't move forward. And I think there's been some of that stuff. And it's like they just need that other side to push them. Whether it's the team acquiring more people, the the community, whatever it is, just they need more feedback in, in like I've said before, the feedback shouldn't come from a Google doc that they send out in general chat or in an announcement, right? They need to have somebody on their social team, listening to podcasts, watching streams, engaging on Twitter and pulling feedback from a majority of the community. And that's where they are. We're not hanging out in general chat all day. I know you, you do time to time, Dan, but not everybody's in, in, in general chat all day. And so we don't have that ability. But it's like if we can sit here and talk hours on hours about how we feel we can make the game better, they should be able to to take some of these notes and, and and implement them. And and I think that's the missing piece right now is that they're so focused on the business that they're missing out on some of these opportunities to take advantage of what the community is saying. You know, what I say more than often than anything is I say, I understand we're in the waiting room and it's just like going to the doctor. When I go to the fucking doctor, I don't want to be in the waiting room. 
The waiting room sucks. I want to get my appointment, have fun, do my thing, get the fuck out. But if I have to be in the waiting room, give me some fucking toys to play with. Give me the fucking little loops. <laughs> give me some books to read. Throw on a good highlights video. magazine for you. Fucking entertain me. And Zed is doing a, a, a shitty job of entertaining me. The tournaments were great. They, they were great when they first came out. Now they're the same fucking tournament every fucking week. The same fucking dry. horses running the same shit. It's every fucking horse. It, it, it's just, what's the difference now, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to the doctor every day, and every fucking day I'm watching Dr. Doolittle, the fucking mini video. Every single day I go to the doctor, it's the same fucking video over and over and over and over. They they need to they need to they need to really really break that shit up. Soon, I think that's what they say. Soon, so yeah. we'll, we'll we'll roll that's with that, timing, right? right? Soon with the trademark logo. That's that's Zed's number one uh, biggest asset is that trademark. So we'll we'll see. But I mean, roadmap roadmap is is out at least, and that's a huge step in the right direction. Now let's see if they can actually stay on it, right? Because. It's great to say that you're going to do these things, but until you actually do them, it means fucking nothing. And so, um, you know, I think that's the beauty of, of what we get to do. And, and, you know, we all have a voice in this and, and Dan, you love to voice your opinion on Twitter and, you know, it's, it's always great watching you engage with people on Twitter because you bring an insight that most people don't have and, or, or they're not looking for. And it's not like you're being the, um, the other side, um, but you bring value and, and you bring an opinion with, with facts. And so it's like, I think they need to be able to see this and understand it and make it better. And, and I know one of the things that you are passionate about lately, and we'll, we'll get into this now is class one, right? A lot of the horses were stuck in class one. And I know, um, Bonnie Parker was like, Hey, do I drop 200 points? Uh, or do I sit here in class one? My my thing was, hey, down class, drop the 200 points. And you're like, just wait for ELO. But it's like, you know, some of these horses that are in the 300s or 400s, they're kind of stuck in la-la land. What, you know, what's your take on that now? You still sit and wait? You got a different strategy? I don't think, I don't think you really have a choice with, uh, you know, so many of these horses, like Bonnie Parker, I'm not sure she can be dropped. Right, these these free races are so fucking soft and so yeah. so easy. She's got a lot of ability. I, I think it would take a hundred race a hundred races to lose twenty points. I mean, but but forget the fact of that. C one is fucked up, completely yeah. fucked up. Races take all day to run. I don't care if they're free or paid or whatever they are. They C one is a complete fucking disaster, and. I understand that you got to cater to all the crowd or to the to the majority or whatever, but there's a lot of fucking Zed dollars in C1. Yeah. There's a, I mean, when you're talking about your base and keeping your customers happy, I'll bet you 50, 60, 70% of 90%. the Zed money is in fucking C1 and pissed off. 90%. If I ran Zed, I would sit down so with nice, my yeah. staff and I would be like, hey, dude. I was kind of looking at this and the guys that are stuck in C1 right now spent $37 million on fucking horses. Yeah. I know we want to take care of the guy who spent 20 bucks and I get that. Like we don't want to lose that guy. We want to take care of him. But at the same time, these guys spent 150 grand in the last drop. 
Yeah. But find find me a Z1, Z2 Genesis that's in class four. They don't fucking exist, right? Like Yeah, their ability's just too high. Their base ability's just yeah, too high. They can't drop. It's impossible for them to drop. So by just over time, they're only gonna go up. Even if they're in A shape, they're only gonna go up. They're not going down because they're all tilted left. And so like you said, if you're spending $40,000 on a horse and you're stuck in class one with nowhere to go, you're pissed. And what you spent 40 grand on, you're probably not getting 40 grand today. So what do you do? You sit and wait, but by sitting and waiting, you're not fucking doing anything. And then it's locked up some of these horses. You know, there's OGs that don't want to race. There's OGs that don't want to breed. They're sitting here. It's a collector's item at this point, but it's like they need to infuse life back into class one and, and the, OGs or the um, the people that have actually put money in. Otherwise, they're going to lose them. And then you you take those people out of this game. You know, I don't know how you fix that economy. It's going to fuck it up. Well, I mean, I, I hear people say like, oh, well, these monsters, they're going to race. If you let them, they're going to come take all of our money in $5 races and, you know, in $2 and $5 races. You think that fucking... You think that Ready Set Boom is going to be taking on five dollar fucking races against some Z fifties instead of fucking five hundred or thousand dollar pots that he can knock down? Yeah, I mean that just doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's some Z fifteen freaks out there that are going to go down there and, and pick on some of the little guys in the the twos and fives. But I mean these monsters that are that are stuck buried in C one. If you open up classes, remove that shit, and get back to this, you know, just get where any horse can go anywhere they want. These horses are naturally going to... I mean, look at the races now. If you go look at a C3, a C2, $25, $50 races, there's good horses in that race. Even in the there's 10s no, and 15s? There's very, few, there's very few fucking glue sticks trying to jump in a C2, $50 race. No. And, but, and, if you look at, and if you go look at a C2, $250 race, $2.50 race, there's very few fucking, you know... 30% winners with 100% flame rate in those either. No. This system works. So just take out the fucking classes, expand it a little bit, slow down the free racing a little bit so people maybe can dab their toe a little bit in the fucking paid racing. There's literally no reason to paid race right now. There's no reason to. Why would you? Anybody. Nobody should. Right? I mean, there's nowhere to go. The races take forever to fill. The fucking process sucks. Half the time you get kicked out of the race. The other half of the time, you can't even fucking log in. I mean, there's just so many shit things that are done with paid racing right now that everyone is pay- is free racing. It just takes too fucking long to even get a race to go off. Yeah. So let me let me pivot off that. Let's say six months down the road, when maybe you can actually sell a horse again. Um, do you care free versus paid? Or when you're buying a horse right now and it's got a hundred races? Are you paying attention to free versus paid or do you not give a shit and you're just looking for other factors? For me, I don't want to even, <clears throat> I don't even want to deal with free races. If a horse can win in flame in C2 with free races, it probably can't compete in a $5 C4. Yeah. So uh, that data is really useless in the sense of, I mean, I guess you can kind of use it in the opposite way, if you're not flaming in C2 and you're not winning 30% of your free races, you're probably solid fucking good. I mean, there's probably like no doubt, right? 
So you can you can definitely see the you can find the floor pretty easy, but there's no way to see the ceiling. There's 20% of the horses that are winning 20, 25% in the C2 free races and flaming 100 percent Yeah, I got some of those. <laughs> They're fantastic. They were donkeys, shit odds, but I was like, hey, I'm gonna throw them into these free races because there's an opportunity. I'm rolling the dice to see if I can make one of these tournaments with a donkey and not have to put any money into it and just hit by 25 races. And I did it, but it doesn't do anything. That horse still sucks and I know it, but not everybody knows that. And now you're incentivizing the new people to say, oh, I got a good horse because it has a 25% win rate with 33 races. And in reality, that horse can't compete and they're going to fucking lose every dollar that they put into a paid race. That's the thing is, don't you almost have to require paid races just to show people that they got that they, they, they're not ready? Yeah. Yeah, it depends. That's why it's hard to create like a, a marketplace for horses because it's so hard to evaluate horses. You're taking so much chance depending on if they did free. If they did paid, you know what you're doing. But that's, but that's I mean, really like, hard about that part, evaluating horses to buy. There's nothing like the letdown, right? We always want to, we always want upside. We hate to be let down. So if I come to Zed, I come in here, I get this beautiful fucking horse. I name it fucking Fire Eyes 79. It's my favorite fucking color. I love it. I throw it in. A, it's a Legend Butte 36 that I paid 120 bucks for. I'm fucking pumped about Zed. I log on. I see there's a tournament that pays 100 grand. I get in the fucking gate. I flame. I win six of my 10 free races. This thing is on fire. This game is fucking beautiful. It's easy. It's simple. And then reality hits, right? Yeah, the next and tournament comes around. <laughs> straight in the face with reality. And then what do you think about that? Yeah. And you just put a bunch of money in buying more horses to do the same thing. And then it's just like pie in your face. Yeah, I, I just don't see I, I don't see the upside of, of that method. Because that's what it is right now, right? If you were brand new to Zed, what would you do? You go buy a cheap horse, you find a color you like, you throw it in some fucking free races. It's pretty likely that it's going to start in C5 in some free shit races. It's pretty likely that it's probably going to flame a few times. Especially if you spend a little money. You spend five, six hundred bucks. You're going to get something that's going to flame all the way up to what, C3, C2? Yeah. Fucking flames. I hate flames so much. I know you just had something where there was a horse with like a 20% win percentage and 0% flame. It's so fucking misleading. And I, it's totally changed the outcome of this game. Odds were a million times better. And I hope that they figure out how to bring odds back in a, in a meaningful way. Because that's an important part of strategizing. Whether you're an experienced racer or a beginner racer, you need fucking data, meaningful data. And Flames don't do it. They just don't. Yeah, and it, you know the, the thing with Flames is that we were. I was actually in a group with uh, actually some blood tool guys, and they're experienced racers. And we were like joking and laughing and saying, "Like fuck, I got flames. That means my horse doesn't have enough variance to win a race." Yep. I think I saw you post a uh, a tweet about a horse that had twenty percent win rate, zero percent flame rate. Yeah, over two hundred races, all paid <laughs> in Ethan earnings. Yeah, real. Yeah, real paid races. Yeah, I know. It's like that's a horse you want. You gotta, you gotta actually race it to figure it out, especially without odds. You know what? 
how many horses do you think like that horse are parked in someone's barn and they're not even playing set anymore? Tons. Yeah, no They planes. never got, like, they never oh, got a frame and they finished 12 three times. Yep. But if you had odds and you knew, hey, this, uh, this horse pulling seven odds, okay, I got a fucking good horse here. I'm going to keep running it here. But if it's not flaming, especially like I have a horse like that, that's a Z14 Finney Elite. The Elites don't like to flame. The Z14 maybe could potentially, but because it's an Elite, it doesn't flame. It's a 20% winner after 200 races. Or 100 races, sorry. But it's like, what you wouldn't know that unless you ran it. And like I was telling Chris and Vance, like, I need to run this horse more. I, re- I didn't realize what I had. And it's like, you never know, but if I had odds, I might have had a better chance and, and maybe jumped on it a little quicker. Whereas before, it's like, oh, it's not flaming, and it's it's a first or twelfth horse, a hundred percent, and it's a mid distance. So it's like you got to run it a lot, and you got to be patient with it to see what you have. And I think one of the most important and key things I talk about all the time: odds gave us buyer confidence, even for me. Yeah. If I see a horse and it's got six odds in, in, in a decent field in a tough thing, I'm going to pay fucking triple, four times, five times as much for that horse. Yeah. Right now. Boom. I'm clicking buy now. I don't need to wait for 20 more races, analyze the fields, look at how far it won by, figure out how many fucking legs it has. I don't need all that. It gave buyers confidence and it, let, and it gave them the confidence they need to pull the trigger on some of those bigger expenses, some of those, you know, those horses that are brand new that come out that might pull. I mean, we know that new horses are out there pulling seven, six, eight odds, right? I mean, it's obvious. They're, they're, there's horses that are coming out right now. Those horses won't sell for fucking six months from now. It's completely no, it's stalling the whole system. Yeah. There's, you're not buying horses right now with any any confidence. It's It's a flyer. And, you know, even when I go into like Haku and I start typing in the filters, I still put odd numbers in there. I'm still, you know, every, every search I do, I still put some numbers in the odds because I don't want, I don't want a horse that that was, you know, recently bred that has these numbers. I'll take August odds, even though they might not be amazing. And while it was a weaker racing time, I'll still take them because I know what I'm getting at that point in time. Absolutely. That's, That's not dumb. Yeah. I just want buyers to be confident. I know when I got a good horse, how the fuck do I prove it to the guy that doesn't know anything about the game that I never get to talk to you, that I can't write a single fucking note in my sales ad on OpenSea and I can't say anything about it. All they can see is the fucking horse's name, the horse ID, the picture of it. And they got to go fucking do some research on some other third party site. And Lord knows if they even know what the fuck they're researching. It's a hard sell. How the fuck am I supposed to survive and sell horses in that environment? When I think that's why... There's probably users that are getting fucked over because they go onto Haku or Know Your Horses and they see, oh my God, this horse 20% win. They don't look at profitability. They just see, oh my God, it's winning. You go to profitability and it's negative. And it's like, uh, yeah, you might want to you know, do a little more homework and not everybody sees it that way. And then they get pissed that they bought a shit horse where they try and run it into to paid races to try and win a couple bucks and you know the two dollar class four is still competitive two dollar class three is competitive so you know you still have to have a good horse 
you know, Zed is creating this environment where they're just telling people, breed, 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 breed. Everything's going to flame. Everything's going to make money. The tournaments pay a million dollars. I don't see that going forever. Do you? No. And then it, there's just going to be a huge thing of horses that are going to have to pay, have to go into paid races to even do anything that are just going to be fucking solid glue with no hope and just this big pile of fucking dead glue and a bunch of pissed off users that got horses that aren't worth a shit and they got 20 of them. Yeah. And I just don't see I, like where the, where the end game is on that. Like what, like what's going to clean that up because you don't think there's people that are out there that are spending, you know, 60, hundred bucks a week, getting a, you know, doing a couple in-house breeds, getting a few flames, getting these things into the quarterfinals. Maybe one of them wins once a month, you know, one old advance one time and they earn $60 or a hundred dollars in tournament money. All that shit is glue. Yeah. Every one of those horses has zero fucking race value. Well, that's well, like, like the, odd, the odds conversation keeping them, like uh, Crazy Catlett said over there, it's like easy to sell ponies after one griffin because you know that it's got the odds to sell, right? So, like, to Dan's point, if you give users an opportunity to make the decision, hey, my, I, I just had a six, six odds in the griff, you know, what do I want to do? Do I want to sell it? And, and you know, right now, you, what are you going to advertise on OpenSea? Like Dan said, oh, yeah, you're just going to put up uh, Bloodfire 1, Bloodfire 16 for, you know, point, point five point oh one. And people people are going to say, well, why, why would I buy that for point five, five ETH? It's got zero wins. It's run five races. But you don't even know. You know, that if it had sub 10 for five races, it's selling right away at that number. So you're not, the market just got diluted like big time by no, by the odds you take in with planes. Now you got to decide, do you want planes or not? Well, you know, it's even worse on the other side. I get probably a hundred DMs a day of people asking me like, hey, I just got an offer for 0.15 on my fucking horse. Should I accept it? It's like, it's your fucking horse. What yeah. the fuck do you mean should you accept it? Right? Like, <laughs> like you don't even have seller confidence to even know what the fuck. If your own horse is worth what it's worth, right? You're the one that's racing. Well, that's true, too. Yeah, you race it, you still might not even know. Because you don't see any odds. But that's what I'm saying. Like, uh... They don't fucking know. They have no clue if what their horse is worth, and they're racing it. So well, it's like, fuck? it's like I mean, that, that, that whole... I understand the discovery, and you want these horses to last in this fucking environment, and bounce around and do this shit but aren't you kind of just like delaying the inevitable like you're delaying the fact that you're going to find out that every one of these fucking horses is glue i have the Which, number the one truth horse. Is, what does it take 30 races to find out like 30 races and you could i mean you know sooner but like what's the max races it takes if you just run it like vary it across different channels 30 here i'll, I'll make it simple somebody if somebody offered me point one five for most of my horses right now, I would take it in a heartbeat because like we said last time, how many horses have above a 0.1 profit in this fucking game? Very few. And po to make 0.15 profit, good luck. Good what fucking if you had, luck. No, but what if your horse only had like seven to 10 races? You wouldn't sell it for that probably. No, but as a seller, I would know, hopefully I would know what's going on with my horse, at least to a certain extent before I did that, but some of my horses with, you know, hundred races, I know what they are and they're not going to fucking have 0.15, you know, 0.15. It's not happening. But like, yeah, here's the other I, one. Like I, I got a horse that 
didn't flame in the Griffin and won the Griffin. Yeah, what to the me, fuck does that mean? Right. What do I do with that That's horse? That's good. Is it a great horse? Is it an okay horse? I don't know. And it's a legendary butte. So it's like, I have, and honestly, I haven't ran it again. So I don't even fucking know. It was one of those things where it was just, I bred and I ran a bunch of griffs and then went back and I was like, oh shit, this is what happened. I want to play with that horse now. Like, I want to see what's going on. But it's like, if it won, it's not a fluke. It's got to have something good about it. And I think in Griffin, Flames is really just how low of a Z you got. If, you know, if I was up against other low Zs, I wasn't going to get the Flame. But the fact that I won means something. Yeah, but I mean, like, you or me, like, it's it's not fair, right? It's the, the gap of the fair gap is getting farther away, right? Even people that kind of had an idea of how to look at odds or how to, you know, analyze their horse, they're pretty fucking lost right now. Yeah. They might pretend that they have an idea or whatever, but I think a lot of guys that, that even in the odds era that were a little keyed in, a little tuned in, I, I don't think that they're as tuned in as they are right now. I think a lot of those guys are really lost. And the problem is when buyers and sellers are both fucking lost, nobody does shit. Can't win. Well, nobody does shit. Nobody yeah. sells, nobody buys, nobody does anything. There's, yeah, there's like no... You're lame ducks. Well, that's what the market is right now on, you know, on the trade, the secondary market. It's super stagnant. Yeah. Buying and selling is non-existent. Like you said, there's no confidence anywhere. And so it's like people are just going to race their horses. And when the tournament started, racing was fun. Now we're on rinse and repeat. It's not as fun. They got to infuse more life into this and see where it goes. So, you know, maybe it's the tokens, maybe it's, you know, no Genesis certain days, whatever it is, they got to figure it out. But they got to figure it out sooner than later because they're going to start losing people. And it's like they've gained so much momentum. It would be such a, a fucking burden for them to to lose that and or, or to have it stall. Like they need to be able to keep the juices going. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many fun things that they could do. And I don't care about the you. You don't have to fix the UI. You don't have to redevelop the shit. Just put a fucking tweet on Twitter. The next horse that wins five races in a row gets fucking a thousand bucks. We're Starting like, now. The millionth race is coming up next week, right? Format. You don't have to fucking hire a coder. You know, I could put that up right now. I could put a tweet up. The next person that wins five races straight gets a fucking uh, free. It's Zabos. a progressive jackpot right there. Fucking that's right. Like you hit the five in a row and you win. And it's like every race they put in money into this pool. And if you hit it, ding, ding, ding. It's like side bets and fucking blackjack, right? Like they're sucker bets, but somebody's bound to win. Them and, you, and you need that. And they got the millionth race coming up. What are they doing for it? They mentioned it but I haven't seen any promotion about it. Is there a special prize that's going to be allocated to, to the winner or to the people that are in the millionth race? What, like you got to do something like that and, and they're missing it. And, you know, well, we're giving away $30,000 in free races a day. Now they've shifted that money into the tournaments, but now the tournaments are getting cheaper. So they're still pocketing money. Like there's something that's missing here. Shouldn't the uh, millionth race be getting like if you get in that race by you know, it's obviously luck of the draw, but you got to be entering a lot of races, yeah, to get like a bonus, right? That should be like a free sure. prize pool race. Give him a skin, no matter what the entry fee is, it's a thousand dollar prize pool. I mean, I think it should right. be a thousand bucks to anybody that gets in it, 
Make it a million yeah, dollars. Something like that. It's like it's like the pot when you're playing poker and you, what is it? You lose the full house to the four of a kind or something. It's a bad beat, jackpot. Jackpot. Yeah. Yeah. They're gonna do race. There's just so many things they could do just to make the game fun. And and, and or you're at the that's because I'm waiting for the real game. A millionth customer. <laughs> yeah, the millionth customer gets a free groceries, right? Or whatever. Yeah. Right. Or like let's say like all right, for it only doesn't work for one race, but the thousand meter at ten o'clock UTC AM, right? They pick one of those races during that time and all of a sudden that race gets a bigger bonus, bigger prize pool. Twelve o'clock to twelve hundred meter races, boom, fourteen hundred at two PM, right? Do all those things and just incentivize people in that way. Just have fun with it. Like it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just mix and match and it's like little Easter eggs, little fucking prizes here and there, like a spot bonus. Bam. It's incentivizing people to be in races, be active, right? Like, are, uh, you go on fucking Twitter, you go on the fucking Zed Twitter account, and you type in there. The the last horse that was bred was 184099. The next Midnight Black Zabo that is born after that, send us a tweet and we'll give you 5,000 bucks. <laughs> Right, quick. Yeah. There's no I fucking coding. There's nothing to it. Right. It's right. all random. It's it's lotto ticket is what it is. Yeah, uh, it's a bunch of fun shit that we could all do and all have fun doing. Right. And it doesn't require code. It doesn't require fixing shit. It doesn't require hiring somebody. It doesn't require affecting the UI. It doesn't require changing the algorithm. It doesn't do any of that. It's a fucking Twitter account. You type in there the fucking Zabo bread, last midnight black Zabo. Was blah 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 one horse ID one eighty four two thousand two hundred. So the next one born that's a midnight black Zabo, we're gonna give them a point two five ETH, whatever. Yeah, rebate. Yeah, yeah Chris is all about shit. rebates. Just I, yeah, I like to encourage breeding. Shit. I want to see more horses out there, more on the track. Well, let's talk breeding. There. So yeah. we got the maiden coming up next week. Are are you gonna start? Pulling together another side bet, or is that a one-time thing? Oh no, I'm, I went all fucking balls deep on the side bet this time. It's gonna be, a, it's gonna be. You're gonna pay for each horse you enter. Okay. You can enter one or a million. Every horse that you enter, it's gonna be tiered. So if you enter a Z2 or a Z3, you're gonna pay a little bit more than if you enter a Z5 or a Z10. So that way, the guys that are putting in these these legendary knock twos are paying a little bit more for their chance you know it's just kind of like a little bit of odds on it they're they're getting they're gonna pay a little juice for having their, their big so we get, all, we get juice less less juice for my low z's or my high z's i guess i'd say yeah yeah of course so like if, if you so I, I think the structure was something like if you put in a a, a legend knock z2 you're paying like 0 0.02 to enter it and if you're putting in like a z10 you're paying like 0 0.005 or something okay and I'm trying to get a, I got a couple of sponsors that are for sure like in, they just haven't committed money wise. So I'll be able to juice the pot a little bit. And I'm hoping, I mean, you know, the prayer is to try to get this thing up to 25, 50 grand, but I'm building the website. It's going to have a leaderboard. It's going to be oh, perfect. So you got to, you're going to have it dialed in so we can just sign up. We don't need to be sending the DMs. I got these three horses. No, no, no. You don't got to do shit. You go to the site, you enter your horse ID it verifies it hasn't raced yet. It checks to make nice. sure what the Z number is. It tells you how much fucking money you owe. You click pay now. 
You pay for it, you're fucking registered. That's all right, I mean. Yeah, I mean, everybody's got to throw in at least something, right? I mean, yeah. even a Z10, you know, you're paying like 0. .002 or something, like $10 yeah. or something. How many horses you bring? So what, what is it? Is it like a pot? Is like a rap, 50 50 raffle type pot where you get you're going 50 to charity, 50 to winner? Oh, hell no. 95% to the winner, winner take all, and 5% all right. to charity. Perfect. Last time, those guys gave 20 grand. They cashed out 20 grand on the That's last great. side bit. And the trophy. Did you see how sick the trophy was? Yeah. No, what, what's the trophy? The trophy was there? sick. Pull it up. Um, how many, how many horses are you breeding? I'm only going to breed nine this time. Okay. Uh, last and... time I did, I, I don't even know. I think I did like 16 or 18 or something, you know, total for the maiden. Are you going mix and match or are you going to go, you're going to stick lower, lower Z? Oh no, I'm going, I'm going five and tens. That's it. I'm going to, might do a couple Z twos cause I got a couple of Z two deals kind of lined up for some legend knock Z twos, Yeah. but my realistic, you know, going to win this thing and, Got a chance or fives and tens. You're you're gonna they're gonna be Z twos in the race or you're gonna breed with Z two? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to breed some Z ones and see if I can get a Z two yeah, right. a yeah. couple good legend knocks. Yeah. Oh Vance is in here. I was trying to get you Vance's Z three, his his female Z three. Well he's he, he's busy sleeping right now. But I think she's gotta be up for fucking breeding at some point. Let's see. I'm but gonna, no, I'm just, gonna mix a match. I'm putting a variance out there of different Zs. I think it's a good idea. I, I think that I think the thing is, is that you just got to be really careful. Like if you're doing like exclusives or elites or some of that stuff, you got to really make sure that you keep the Z number high enough that you give yourself a legit chance. Because there's some fucking brutal horses out there on the track right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, that if you race, one of the things that I don't know if I'm giving giving it away. My strategy is going to be to race early, heavy early. Because everybody's going to race in all of their donkeys. Because you don't know if it's a donkey yet, so everyone's testing. So, yeah, you might run into some studs, but you're also going to run into the more horses early on before it gets up to the top of the pyramid where people are 15 to 20 races in and they're only racing the horses they know have a chance to qualify. Yeah, I, you know, right now in the, in the FIB, I just, I just ran one horse and I'm sitting number one in mids right now at 25 races. I did those 25 races as fast as fucking humanly possible. Yeah. For that purpose, or basically the same thing, like just get this yeah. shit done, whack it out before people start figuring out which horses to not even race anymore and which ones to keep running. You know, you start you start spitting out the weeds, you start getting to the good, the better stuff. Yeah, because you can start with a lot of horses just to see if you hit if you hit something right. Like even your good horses that maybe aren't great, but they might start with three uh, three out of five, and all of a sudden you're off to a good start. You're going to keep racing them. Exactly. That's the thing is if you get out, if you get out ahead of that, you're not going to be, like you said, you know, you're not going to be facing that tough crowd come, you know, three days from now when people actually are starting to thin out and they took out all their shit already. And now it's just the good stuff left. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that uh, I'm excited for the maiden. I think the maiden is my favorite tournament. Oh God. It's gotta it's be by exciting. mile, right? It's not even close. Most exciting. Yeah. Well, we know, we know you like breeding, so it's gotta be yours, right? <laughs> Oh yeah, no. We take the maiden serious as fuck. <laughs> I think there's so much serious business going on maiden time. Yeah. I mean, it's Do you like, have any uh, like colter stallions up that are that we should be uh, keeping an eye on to maybe hit for the maiden? I haven't. You know, 
actually it's pretty it's pretty scary. I mean, I know we're a couple of days from the normal cycle here from when most of the horses are going to cycle back in. But yeah. the fucking stud farm, I mean, the Gen Knock stud farm is just dead. Yeah. There's like yeah. nine, there's like nine Z1s in there. Total. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, not I, a lot. Yeah. And, I mean, and not, when you say nine, I, I tried to hit like five of them today and got rejected. So there's not really nine. Yeah. There's probably, yeah. There's probably like, yeah. <laughs> are, are people holding out from the maiden, you think, or you think it's just cycle time? No, I think they're I think, holding out. I don't think I think people are holding out, and they're only leaving the Z. They're not putting Z ones in just to put a Z ones in. Like you're only putting a Z one in to hit it three times. Because yeah. the ones I'm seeing are in there. Like the good ones are in in at floor, and it's like back to sniping time. But no one's in there sniping right now. Yeah, they're they're taking the three covers quickly. Like they're just throwing it in there. Freaking! Oh, I got I got some bad news for them. Dan Shan Tax is back in full effect. I turned my stud is sniper it, over it? this afternoon. Perfect. I'm going to have a lot of that wonderful blood they don't want to share. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah, I had a sniper I used to watch, and it was nice. Um, but I, I have not turned on again. It's hard, man. you got to be on it all the time. Yeah, but, the, but you know, the thing is, is if, if they're really going to hide that blood, you got no choice but to snipe them. Yeah. There's right. one I mean, they're right really going to they're just saying, fuck it, we're not going to share, so you're going to have to steal it. Yeah, good point by Akilah Creek. He said that, that people are still running it in the, the tournament. So if you're running, anyone you're running in the FIB is probably one of your better breeders, right? So if you're running them in the FIB, you're not breeding them. Oh, that's true too, right? There's, so there's a lot of, there's a lot that are probably racing. Yeah. Quality racers that are, that are actually on the track. That's why they're not in the, when does that end? How the fuck does that work? Well, until you're out, if if you're out, you're gonna go and you're gonna put go in stud and use a stud, right? But if you're if you're in, then you're not gonna go in stud. Well, that's our problem with our unrecruited. Or you go, stable. or you go in to get hit three times. You go in, you hit it three times, and then you're out because it kicks you back out. There's no, you're not getting yeah. stuck anymore, right? Still, no, you gotta fire them real quick. You gotta have a plan. Like pre days, I need to pre sell three studs. All right, we're going. But if you know right you're now, getting hit three hit times, them. you can you can get in and you'll get out and still get paid your seven days, which I don't know if we're giving that secret away for, for Zed or anybody else, but yeah, you're not locked for seven days. (laughs) If you get hit three times, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's with our Z2 and Z3 in the unrecruited stable is normally we stud them out, but with the maiden coming, we're all going to take them. But with the fib, they also need to run. So it's like a coordinated attack to see what's going on and make sure that we can hit them all. So you think that they're, they're, so you think that a lot of these guys what they're doing is they're racing and probably like private reservations setting up deals to make sure they got the three pops done. Yep. And then they're just like at the end of the race day just sneaking into stud for a few minutes, getting the three pops and then racing again in the morning. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're hitting it in, in, in house, you got your three three lined up and put it in stud, hit it three times quick and back in racing. That makes sense. Yeah, because it seems man, it's dead as fuck, right? I mean, you look at the you look at the stud barn, and it's just dead. I think you miss a lot too, though. If you're looking at Z ones and Z twos, like primarily, when people yeah. get in there, they get three and they're gone. And the ones that are not glitched, you just never see. There's I mean, one right now. Oh nine seven five boys. Uh, What's that? Uh, Z one. What's I'm the name? Fu- I'm taking the last one. Nervous demonstration. What's the name? Nervous demonstration. Ah, oh, it's gone. <laughs> I got the third one right now. 
I ran my Did Z2. You get it? Yeah, I ran my Z2 into it. There we go. Uh, yeah, nice. See, it's. it's I mean, it's probably it's it's probably not going to be much of anything, but whatever. When it's that cheap, you got to fucking just go for it. So, what do you guys think of the what's it called the 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 thing that the door the the fucking Red Valley or whatever? What 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 fuck? What is that? Red Village. Red Village. Yeah. Red Village. Red Village. <laughs> That's a Chris thing. I got one of those doors. I got the fucking door, and then I got the cartoon. So you got both. Then you got the portal, and you got the champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the. It's a little chick with a bow and arrow, but yeah, it's. I mean, it doesn't look. You know, the thing is, is like someone offered me like point four or something on it yesterday or the day before. And what what level is she at? So she's probably it's like one, two, three. I think. I know it's a three. It's got to be a three. Three. I only got offered point three or point four on it or something. Yeah, but the thing is, what, what's the deal with that? What, what's the? I think, it, I think it's guys. pretty similar to Zed. Um, I I bought a bunch, and I just I actually sold the portals before they revealed, which was probably not the right move because they've done pretty well. But um, I think it's similar to Zed. Like you, you have yours. You get the the three. You put it into the fighting ring, and it fights someone else, and and there's a fight. There's a battle. I guess it's like in in the battle in the ring. That's the way I but, understand that. But game. they battle like based on their ability, like like if I have one. That's yeah, based on their ability, and then like yours is different. Like yours has the bow and arrow, and someone else has like the, the big dude with the club. And they're gonna do. I don't. I don't know what the what's what, right? But it's similar, like racing. They're not. They don't always win every time. So I think it's pretty similar to Zed, really. Is it? Is there pot? Is there an entry fee? Yes, I believe there's an entry fee. So like, like you a, pay to go. You pay to go into the. I don't know what it's called. Um, you pay to go into the battle, and then it, the winner might collect. I guess that sounds cool as fuck, though. Really, I mean, I'm gonna try it. I got Did you watch the trailer? I, I think I did, but I, you know, I don't really. The trailer, the trailer, like the video trailer, for it was like a minute. It was awesome, which is, I that's the reason I bought it initially because I was like, wow, this is a legit trailer, um, that. They put some time and effort and money into. Um, let's see. Let's find it. There we go. I'll, I'll drop it in chat. Red Village trailer. Yeah. Um, the trailer's legit. There you go. Yeah. Eight champions. You pay X amount, pots the total, and then one on ones. So I don't have any left, but I know the. It looks like a good game. I don't know when it's coming out either. I haven't followed it enough. I would keep it at least that. All, and the portal supposedly has future utility for something, maybe to claim now, other hey, stuff. I got a question for you. Back to Zed. What the fuck is NASCAR for now? Can I sell that fucking thing now? <laughs> what do you have? The NASCAR pass? Yeah, I have like a bunch of those fucking NASCAR passes. It, and it I got those you to make, When you pull up to a stoplight, it lets you make left turns. Then <laughs> <laughs> when the cop pulls you over, you just show me NASCAR. Pass. How'd you get a NASCAR? Did you buy it when it dropped, or did you buy it after? I tried to buy one it dropped and then it, it there was there was just like so much bullshit yeah. they ended up paying like point I don't know point two for it or something. Yeah. I don't remember what the price was. I maybe I don't even know what they are. Did you get now. a skin out of it? Yeah, I got a skin. I got a fucking common skin, of course. Zed I like the uh, I like the track though, the NASCAR track, how it's tilted. That is kind of yeah, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It's but I, I want to see the skins. When do we get skins that you can like put on your horse, you know? That's Bergie's the skin master. Ask Bergie. You know the thing is how many skins you got? He has four skin. 
<laughs> you walked right into that one. I couldn't help it, man. Um, that was quick. That was quick. <laughs> I, I was thinking no, but, of it. But, but the NASCAR pass has value, right? Like it, it has utility, like it does other shit. Like what? I told you, you can go left. No, seriously, I think it has other value. I think that shit is actually like you can like enter special races and stuff with that. Like uh, there's going to be like tournaments that you can qualify for by having that fucking pass that other people can't fucking get. You, you would think. Yeah. But you've had the pass for a long time. How many tournaments have you gotten in with it? It's been pretty slow so far. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR is coming up, yeah. And, and maybe Vance, maybe Vance has be the a best NASCAR race near you, and you could show up and you just show them your NASCAR pass and see what they say. I think they're gonna. They were talking about it, that that thing having some fucking utility, even in like going to a NASCAR race, right? It should. It really yeah. should. That that's what it should be. It shouldn't. I mean, I guess you should get something in bed, but. It should be to the point where you show up and you get some special thing that's organized at, at a NASCAR race. Hey, what's up, Dallas Diamonds? Yeah, no, I, I think and, and Vance has the best uh, um, NASCAR named horse. He's got Pony Stewart. I think that's the best one out there. Um, yeah, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, they, they got to figure it out. I mean, that was so fucking long ago, too, that they, they released it and they haven't done shit with it. So it's like. Okay, can I, can I bitch about it, Brown? Sure. How fucking yeah. fucked up. The commercial was sick. It looked awesome. The horses looked awesome. The skins yeah. looked awesome. And then when they delivered the skins, it looks like they fucking, like, what? Only had two colors of paint? Or something? I haven't seen the skins. They don't look great. They're fucking horrible. You haven't seen Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, they're I literally did, I missed horrible. it. You missed it? Yeah, no, I mean, I missed the. I didn't get one, so. They're fucking horrible. They, they're Are like, they, gonna, they look good in the videos. No, that's what I'm saying. If you watch the videos, they look all colorful and all fucking pretty. But what, what's the NASCAR. skin though? Is it, an, is it like an NFT, like in your wallet, in your OpenSea wallet? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want me to fucking oh, link well, it? Don't you think it's going to look better? Yeah, link me. But don't you think it's going to look better when it's when they give it, let you like put it on your horse? No. Or no? No. No. I don't think it Same. is. I like the thing that that know your horses teased, where you could brand your own horses or get your own skins, like custom skins. That's gonna be pretty sick. I put it in the fucking Twitch chat. Are you got there? it? Yeah, I got it. Let's see, here's the They're skins. I haven't looked at the skins. Oh, I have seen these. The the two tone. Look at look at number seventy three. Just some like some kid drew a line across the horse. Yeah, I mean, look at the look cool. at the seventy three, which is like an expensive one, and then look at the one that's really expensive, which is seventy six. I mean, I yeah, like seventy six the most, to be honest, but still. Well, seventy six has the checkered flag, so that's kind of cool. And then the Stella, the Chalice and Dusk, those are good. No, nah, those I like are the Stella stuff. ones. Nah, those Stella ones, those are something else. Though. Those are fucking from Stella. The Stella, right? People bought those, but I'm talking yeah. about these fucking NASCAR. These are NASCAR skins. Check it out, boys. I got a chrome yellow filly. We'll see how this goes. Who knows? But I, I, I've always wanted a chrome yellow it's horse. This is really nice. Now I got one. That was my cover right now that I just got. What, you wanted a chrome yellow? I've always wanted a chrome yellow. I think it's a nice color. Yeah, it's badass. I like it a lot. Put a skin on it, a little two-tone, make it sexy. But you think that you? I mean, they really fucked up on those kids. 
they, they're they're way too plain, <sighs> way too fucking like compared to the commercials. Do you remember the commercial they did for NASCAR? They were all fucking colorful. It was, it was like NASCAR it was cars. Yeah. 0.07. I can get an 84 for 0.07. <laughs> Chris, they're getting a request for Hey Filet. <laughs> we got a DJ lot of star over here. Everyone's number 84. <laughs> hey, I like 84. I was born 84. It's a good, good year. I got a new horse. Hey, hey, Finn A. Finn A. Followed it up. Nice. Number two. Number two. The hits. It's better than Hey Filet. Well, I wonder what the guy has done with that. We gotta, we gotta bust out our names. Anybody have any good names for uh, the maiden, or does everybody hide their names? Zook's claiming he's the best namer out there. I right? saw his names; they're like all right. They were all right. They were nothing, fine. Nothing crazy, but you know yeah. who I like? Who's my favorite for names? Is Pack from uh, Pack Racing, Pack Protocol Racing. Uh-huh. Yeah, Pack has good names. Oh, he's yeah, he's he's the name king in my opinion. I can't even think of what they are right now, so I should probably shut the fuck up. But he's got some really <laughs> well, no, good. No, but you, but you know, you like his name, so that's good. Yeah, you know, it's like, hey, yeah, you he's know, you like his cool name, you know, you got good Yeah, he's Zook can't spell, name. but last time I tried to name a horse on the podcast, I fucked it up too. I mean, granted, it was French, and I know zero French, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For for our shared stable, Jason's not allowed to type the name in or name it by himself. <laughs> has to have review. Yeah, Toads Toads has to go under review, which I need spell that's check. we need Zed. Zed's gonna give us uh one rename per horse, please. <laughs> one fuck up. Hey, but I so like some of my, my horses lately. Right now. Say that again. Of what? What do you think of paid racing? How fucking hard is it right now? Like how fucking it's, brutal are the bills? It's Stacked. brutal. It's brutal. Stacked. What fixes that? Well, I mean, you get rid of more of them. That's what fixes it. Because people are going to race, whether or not. I mean, maybe you're not just going to race all your donkeys, but you're still going to race the so-so horses, which is fine. But here, like, most of my horses eight. are in class three right now. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight free races, and one, two, three, four, nine paid races. So there's 17 races available right now in class three. Eight of them are fucking free. Take those eight and make six of them paid, and then you'll thin out the paid just a little bit because we can still only get in one race at a time, but you know, it lessens the competition a little bit, but when you got one 2600 that's available, that's a $15 race. You're only going to get juggernaut like, Oh, urban cadet Valkyrie. Yeah. And then, Oh, an arbitrage has got Alice propolis of a lot. Yeah. I'm not fucking putting my horse in there, but it, I wouldn't mind doing a fifteen dollars race. POP at the end <laughs> with those three horses in there. Go fuck yourself. Like I, I'll wait for Another twenty six hundred. I'll wait hours just so I don't have to enter that race. Yeah, that sucks. And the other thing too, yeah, though, but if you, if you take away the free, which is only like one or two, then you're going to give this huge advantage to the people that clip fast in the tournament. So that kind of fucking sucks. I'm not really for frees, as we all know. I mean, I've already been uh, we've already been down this road hard, hard, hard. But well, last time it was different though. Last time it was a little different. And and now people are still you know wanting or not wanting freeze on different opinions, but yeah, we're still anti freeze for for different reasons now. The thing is, is like I'm not 100 anti free. I just don't think it should be a 100 option to play Z. Yeah, to race everything free to be all 
is. And I think, in my guess, and I'm not even, I think that if you literally, like, said right now, fuck it, threes are now a dollar, we would lose, like, 70% of our racers. You like, they would just quit. Like, they would just turn no their way. I don't think so at all. I think, I think it's not that at all. I mean, yeah, the donkeys that, that people who race are going to not put their, their donkeys in. Like, I might see a free race and I'll, I'll see, oh, it's got no one in it. I'll just throw in this donkey in my stable just to see, to either test it or try to just sneak a win maybe for, for record's sake. But, like, uh, Knuckle brings up a very, he's like, yeah, throwing micro, micro uh, prices or whatever. Micro stakes. Yeah, perfect. I think if you put a dollar races, people will race the dollar. Like, it, it doesn't matter. They'll still race it. They would. I'm not saying that. We're not, I'm not advocating for, oh, we need $25 races, $50 races, like more of those. No, not at all. I just think give it the rate, give it the non free races, because the free races are just different. And I, I've also heard the free race algorithms could be different than the paid race algorithms. Because it's technically yeah, not on the blockchain. I don't. I've never seen data on it though, so I don't really know. But, but I'm just like. I'm but you like, race them. You know exactly. You've raced them enough. You know how it is. Oh, they're just. It doesn't garbage. mean there's all, doesn't mean there's all bad ponies either in the free races because people are racing them for tournaments. But they're loaded with with fucking garbage though. I mean, it, it's yeah. it's a no brainer. If you can go and you can take like say you take a, a five hundred bucks right. And you go buy, I don't know, what, how many horses can you buy with 500 bucks now? 10? Probably eight, maybe? What, ra- race already or unraced? No, unraced. Race. Like, well, you could buy the floor. So, what people are selling for below breeding costs. You could get, you could get 10 to 12. Yeah, so, you get, you get 10 horses, you got no entry fees. And you just can you can just fucking run them in free, and, and it's likely that one or two of them is going to qualify, right? I mean, like, Doesn't well, maybe not though. Yeah, you that's think? a good point. Well, I guess what you could get a you probably get ten zabos for maybe ten exclusive zabos for point oh five a piece. That might not be bad. Yeah, I, I think that you could get you could get really close to that for sure. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, that I just think that they need to have some semblance of contribution where if you're racing and, and they're not they're not equal. It's fine to have free races, but they're not equal. So like people are in tournament racing, paid races because they're trying to as you class up. I mean, some of my horses, the good horses, when I put them in tournaments, I don't want to see them racing in free races because I don't want to class up to two and one and not get paid just for the tournament i want to try to get paid while i'm going up yeah but, but i mean you don't feel like a large portion of the users that are using this the platform now would not a large portion like okay let's say let's say there's a thousand people that race on said daily how many would leave if free races were gone or it cost a dollar to actually race i think minimal And what would the value be? I think it's more than minimal. You think more? Think what do you think? I think, it's, I think it's more. I think it's like, like if there was a thousand of them, I say 200, 200 people probably just don't fucking turn the computer off. Fuck it. Well, just think about it, Chris. Like, 
okay, let's just say you you're like, hey, I'm I'm, I'm allocating five hundred dollars to Zed. Okay, let's say I can buy five horses and I still have two hundred bucks less, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, you don't want that two hundred dollars to go away. And you might, you know, if you sat there and did $2 races, it, it could last a bit, but they might want to get another horse and then you're diminishing that, like their pot. And then they're just say, Hey, I'm doing free races. And so if you take away free races, they're just stuck with the horses and they can't do anything about it. They're not going to pay up. Cause I think that's the thing is like, obviously this is, it's easy if you have a bankroll, if you're coming in with a fixed budget, this is a hard game to play if there's no free races. And this is kind of what we talked about last time. But it's like there needs to be a, a price, a, like a barrier entry point. Like what is it that somebody's coming in with? And well, it's small. like Keep it small. But I think that's why like, like a dollar. we've talked about way before too. Like have a fucking class structure for tournaments and then have it for, for cash games. And the tournaments can be whatever the fuck they want. They can be free races. You can have your 25 races in there and it doesn't impact your cash games and vice versa. But that way, if people just want to race tournaments and it's the satellites, it's the GPPs, it's whatever it is, let that be an option. And then those that want to just grind and play cash games, let them grind and play cash games. But right now yeah. it's hard. But, but, but I just feel like a lot of users don't really have the, like you just said, they don't have the fucking budget to play this game. Not to play it well. We're I mean, but if you, take away, if you take away free races, right? Like, let's just say you just fucking they're a dollar. I mean, they're not going to be racing their fucking donkeys 25 times a day because that's 25 fucking bucks. That's 700, 800 bucks a month. Yeah. Well, the, I think people will race a lot less horses, but I still think you'll get the same amount of users. It would it would take out the the donkey donkeys because people wouldn't race them. It'd be in a more natural ecosystem for sure. Is is that the answer? Like, is that help? What is how does that help? Well, I don't know. I mean, they posted the they posted on Twitter today, like, "Hey, would you trade? Would you burn your horses for for what? Oh, it's for rentals." We, Oh, would would you burn your horse? Would you burn your horses? What percent of your horses would you burn? But I'm obviously didn't provide enough info for that. Yeah, yeah. and then and then they put on there. Did you see what I wrote? No. Someone wrote. It, someone wrote in there. Someone wrote like, uh, "Well, it depends on what you're going to pay me for my horse." And <laughs> I, I think I think Bertie wrote that, and then I said, "Yeah, what's the price?" We were we were commenting back and forth with them. No, and then I commented. I said, "If it's many of my fucking C one horses, I'll take seven bucks." <laughs> <laughs> seven bucks, we're in. We'll, you don't even need to turn it in. We'll we'll give you the seven dollars. Right? Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Well, you don't know. I mean, it could be like. And plus, what if they told you? What if they gave you some crazy price for your Z one? You might turn it in. I mean, it depends what the price is. You know. You think that? You think that it's going to be anything significant? That burn number, I think that burn number is going to be like no, stupid. Can't it is? Yeah, it won't I be. think so Because just think, if we have one hundred, if we have one hundred and eighty-five thousand horses right now, people are going to burn. In theory, should burn well over one hundred and fifty thousand of those. In theory, <laughs> <laughs> will they? I don't know. But so they're paying ten bucks. They're paying like two million. Yeah, the jump. They're not giving you that much money. 
How much do you think you're going to get for a, a, a Z15 Legend Finney? I mean, if they don't give you, it depends on what the, if they do the What's token, the cost to breed it? Some sort of tokens, that's where it matters. And then maybe they give you like a breeding reroll type thing, like the cost of breeding, like you said, breeding reroll type. You just increase the odds of better horse ecosystem. I'll say they'll give you 25% of your breed fee. A base of what minimum, you actually paid? The minimum oh, base fee. Not not what you actually paid. So the minimum base fee for that type of horse, they'll give you some percentage, and I'm going to say it's right around 25%. So if it costs 50 bucks to make it, you're going to get 12 bucks. Because here's the thing, right? It, it costs you 50 Let's just say... It, it, for for this argument, it's a hundred dollars to breed the horse, right? Okay. And it's put up for a seven day stud. Zed kept forty four dollars of that, right? So they have forty four dollars that they they can give back on that horse that they've already made. So if they give you twenty five of that, they're still making nineteen dollars on that horse, nineteen percent. And it's out of the population, right? So and how does the family tree go now? Does that horse come off of our family tree? <laughs> yeah. There's just a fucking No, they're hole. just they're just there like this, laid over <laughs> sideways. Right, they're, but I mean like NASCAR skin on them and they're done. I mean there's Souls, like a lot I think of 50's too much. They can't give you 50%. Then they're losing money. They they won't lose money at this. Yeah, they well, can't. No, what Soul said though, the bot OS offers are higher than the burns. Like if they're gonna give you less than the like what the base level is. Then you just you're gonna sell it. So I think it's more of like a token thing, where they incorporate the token, let you burn it, retire it, and you and you get to keep it in your wallet as a retired horse. It stays in the obviously. No, Dan was joking, but it stays in the the lineage and it's done. And then you get whatever tokens that are have whatever value they have. Maybe they enter tournaments. You can enter some other tournaments with your other horses. But I mean, like, let's talk cash value though. Cash value on the token is going to be like twenty percent of what you paid in repeat. It can't be because no, because then why wouldn't you just sell it? Well, that market's going to be gone, right? There's going to be that market's not going to exist. Why would you? Why would that? I mean, if you could go buy a horse for fucking fifty dollars and burn it for sixty-two, I mean, fuck. Well, it know? would settle out. Yeah, it would settle itself if you could burn it for a hundred then obviously they're not going to be buying it for 50, but maybe. What the fuck do people do with glue horses that are legend, uh, fucking cross Sabo 137s <laughs> glue Colts? Hopefully somebody steals your wallet. Then you don't have to worry about it. Pass out your seed phrase. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like, what do you drop, do with that? Accidentally drop it at the bar. bar. Why are they making offers of 0 0.001? What the fuck are you going to do with what? Like, Nothing. are you going to breed it? No. No, but no they're chance. doing that, right? What are yeah. they doing? With you should just airdrop them to random people. Just find random stables and just fucking send it to the, their address. And now they've inherited glue. No, but I mean, what are these guys doing that are actually bidding these? You know, these bots that are bidding on these things. Uh, they think that there's some value to the token. Now no, they're going to sell before gonna sell it above what their bid is. Yeah, they're going to try and make whatever volume, volume more than five percent, whatever they pay you, so that they break that they are at least breaking even. But I mean, who the I'm talking about the end buyer of that fucking thing. What is he doing with it? I'm going to race it again. 
it's going to be a new user that has the low <laughs> that raises the low one. Who accepts the bot offers? That's what I want to know. They must fucking accept them, but they because they can since I remember. When you want liquidity, you take the bot offer. The, no, that's a lot it, of man. offers you got to take to get liquidity. You got to take like <laughs> ten of those just to get a butte cover. Like it's ridiculous. Trying to get a cover, man. Let me get my. <laughs> it's not even the right. It's not even the right width, is it? No. But the thing is, if if you burn a horse. You're probably not going to get money, right? You're just going to get, like you said, like breeding credit or fucking race entry credit or some shit. I'll take breeding credit. I'll take that any day. Burn a couple yeah, of them. Breeding credit full, will be fine. Cover That's what tokens time. are going to be for. They're going to be breeding credit or race credit, like uh, tournament credit, and it'll be worth it. And it's different than selling necessarily. So that's how you create the like the cyclical fucking ecosystem right i mean that's how it fucking yeah works. i mean you want to rotate it right you want to get the some like movement going because the donkey that doesn't race what it's just going to sit in some stable and do nothing yeah but if they have these races where it's like you can't race until you have more than five percent win percentage some of these guys might have a chance and it's like maybe you have like a, a, a true traditional maiden where they are zero percent winners and whoever wins that race gets a thousand bucks you know spice up the price the prize pool just for like certain ones but, you know, there makes some competition there. I know people are joking that they're going to tank horses just to stay below the 5%, but that, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Nobody's going to be tanking their horse that much to, to win one race and then fucking go back up. Like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So they got to make races for everybody. I think that's the point in all this is that make races for everybody, make races fun and profitable for everybody. And, and but that's the burn are. mechanism. You're saying you're not going to make races for everybody, right? That's why you're fucking burning. If there was going to be races for everyone, there would be no fucking burn. But they said that I they're making more races zero percent win class racing structure where you're going to be able to enter races up to five percent. What does that do? That just incentivizes people to race donkeys. Yeah, and it, and it says why burn this shit when I can race it for a fucking tourney. Right, so they're just they're going to try and put, I hope they take a huge rake on those on those races too. Yeah, so what so they, they <laughs> killed rake. Yeah, which is nice. Why did they do that? I think people were complaining. It, it was a big thing like you wouldn't see as big of a rake in the class 1 $500 race, but when you're talking a percentage of what the entry fees were, it was pretty significant, uh, you know, in the $2 races. And then they got rid of it because they stopped um, but then they started paying more in the paid races, but now they're reallocating those funds in the, the, or the free races, they're reallocating those funds to the tournament. So it's like, you know, and the Netflix sponsors the thing or this or that or whatever, they're just reallocating things. So they're still making money and then they just don't have to take a break, but they're making you think like it's, you're, you're saving money. You're making money by racing horses. And in reality, you're fucked. You're still not. Well, I think you're just. You turn into the product. That's that's the problem because they just took the sponsorships and made it that way. So they're so all their profit comes from sponsors and breeding. Right now, that's what I think. Yeah, yeah. That and and they got good. They have good. I mean, I don't know what the numbers are on the sponsors, like the deals, but they have good sponsors. Like, I, I mean, in my opinion, if you look at their sponsor deals. That's what keeps me like a lot of very bullish on Zed is you look at the sponsor deals and, and you know that the product's good, 
as far as like the game and the creativity of the game part and they have good sponsors so if they just paid a little more attention on the other side that it could it could really take off but they're really looking at it from a hey let's just collect money from the sponsors perspective and they also get on sales but i think a lot of the bigger sales are going off market right so they're not necessarily being transacted on open so they're not getting that two and a half percent and outside of that we've already said there's not a whole ton of buyer confidence so it's like I don't, you know, I, I'd yeah, be curious. I don't think OS commissions get them a lot. They're getting a little bit, two and a half. But if you look at who's the biggest buyer, Arbitrage and Wagney, right? And they're, they're not buying straight off. off. Yeah, they're not buying straight off of OpenSea. Those are just so, direct transfers. You got to sell a lot of donkeys at two and a half percent to make anything. Oh, but they got to be cleaning the fuck up on those $150 horses making two and a half percent that are flipping all fucking day long. That's got to be big money. What does it do? Someone, someone knows that number. Someone in but, chat tell me how much money they make off fucking OS sales. Somebody in that fucking chat knows. On, for how long? I'll, I'll get it. I got it for me. I'd be curious to know how many transactions are, happen on OpenSea buying racehorses. Not, not, uh, so there's not, been 43.9 thousand ETH traded, but that's over a long period of time. Dallas, you're on YouTube. There's a bunch of people on Twitch too. So. There you go. You're just feeling ninety-day volume is, over there, but don't worry, there's others. Ninety-day um, volume is five five thousand four hundred seventy ETH in for ninety, 90 days. days. Ninety days, yeah. Most sales are super low. So what is that? Two hundred seventy ETH. Um, no less no, than that. One hundred thirty-five a day. No, if if you're saying it's five thousand ETH and they're getting two and a half percent of that. Oh yeah. Right, I don't know my cover for me, but yeah, it's not, and that's ninety days. But the daily volume is there's there's over a thousand sales a day. That's one hundred twenty five ETH. Don't get me wrong, that's nothing to fucking sneeze at. But over three months, it's a half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. But and I'd I'd be curious to know what their overhead is. They have to have a pretty big overhead. You think? You think? You really think so? I mean, I mean, let's see who's this. Coffee Liver Stables sold Coffee School. Other than that, every sale is 0.1 or less. I don't really think the, they have the a big overhead. I think they got a lot of people that work, like even the people that work for them, like their head of communications or whatever. Like a lot of those guys have real jobs, so it's not like they're just they're they're forking out 100k a year to all these. No, I, I don't. I don't real necessarily jobs? think it's in 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 employees though. I think it's. I mean, server bandwidth and a lot of these other things too that go on the tech side, not just physical people. I don't know. That bitch, they don't spend that much money. Hey, Dan, this bot, 7C828A, is buying a lot of horses. What about the people that, I mean, granted, lately, right? People have been sweeping the Genesis floor. Like, sales have to be up a little bit. Yeah, you know what? And doesn't that kind of, seem weird like, like always like there's some some voodoo weird shit going on with that right oh my god let's talk about the fucking sentinel thing <laughs> did you see 2.0 that came out i think last night somebody tweeted about it a z5 exclusive knock oh that, that was fucking siege talking about the cj was talking about that right yeah i saw, I saw it last night somewhere but they, they paid you know twice what the floor was unraced. Yeah, um, but it was a fucking exclusive Z five or something for point one five or something. It's not even that good of a horse. 
But after eight races, it had like 0.03 profit. But like, yeah, like you said, like it was a sprinter uh, that was clearly defined. But, you know, a Z5 exclusive knock in class five and then in class four. Great. I'd expect it to flame. I'd expect it to win and win the big races. Why? Because it's a fucking Z5. Let's see what it's like in C3, C2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think that's some kind of insider shit. But it's like, uh, I mean, like, I'm scared to buy fucking Jennies, right? Like, I want to buy an unraced Genesis. Yeah. And I, I won't do it. I just, I just can't get myself to do it. We bought some. We got a couple Z5s and a Z6. Raced them? Uh, Vance raced his Z10, but Chris and I, none of us have raced the, the Finneys. No, I, I got a raced one. I went a low raced. Uh, actually, I almost ball. I almost qualified for the pity point. It was like a a low rate. It had odds. It was like ten to fifteen odds. Finney, uh, Z six. I just wanted it. I wanted to get a Gen Finney, so picked it up. It actually, well, it did no. I did qualify actually for the pity point. Lost in the quarters, but I mean, it was, it was that's what it was. It was raced like low race though. Yeah, but still, I mean, it was raced though. I'm yeah. talking about like the unraced, like the Sentinel Gate shit. I have yeah, a Z5 yeah, no, unraced, no, 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 no. but I'm not touching. But Remy had it. I trust that Remy, Remy's not doing some weird shit. But I bought it from Remy. But I've been eyeballing unraced Z1s. Uh, I don't know why, but I've, I've kind of backed off a little bit. But I still still got an eye on them. But those are safe. Those are a little safer. Sure. But I mean, look at Sentinel, right? Do there's you think there's Sentinel out there? Do you I'm think sure there's literally there good horses still out there? For sure. Yeah. I For agree, sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. There's so what many unraced Genesis. There's so there's still like over like 10% of, un, of Genesis are still unraced. If, that number's got to be higher too. I want to say it was like 30% before. It's a big number. Really? Yeah. Really? I thought it was yeah. small. No. Somebody put are something sure? out. It was a pretty That's big number. a lot. But if you think about it, like, there's a lot of OGs with Z1, Z2s, those initial drops that they're just sitting there. And they're still Colts and Phillies, though. They're not even fucking bread, man. They, they forgot about them. They're like the Bitcoins that's lost. They lost their deep phrase and it's gone forever. That, it will NFTC fucking bought them all. How many, how, many fucking, how many Genesis do you think are fucking seed blocked? Seed fucked? <laughs> like the guys that... Unraced? I bet you 10% of unraised Genesis are seed block. Of unraised, not 10% of total, 10% of the unraised. Interesting. Yeah, like drop the drop horses, the guys that came in early. Came yeah. In, bought a couple well, horses. I don't, I mean, what, Dan, when did you, uh, what month did you join? I think March. Okay. I think it's about the time. We were in April. Just after that. April, yeah. yeah. Um, but before I heard there was a beta with horses like maybe the year before what was that that'd be 20 2020 there was a beta where people raced horses but it was just like almost they like practice and everything got wiped yeah that was in december of 20 yeah 2020 right so yeah. if people those people might have raced them at that time and then they just were like oh i'm not not feeling it whatever i'm out and nothing was going on but look how much has changed since since April, data wise, stats wise, all that kind of stuff. And you know for a fact in fucking December, that none of that shit existed. It was slim pickings. Right. Like 
even when we went, you had to go to Matic OpenSea to buy horses. Fucking couldn't sort them. You're just scrolling through looking at prices. Like, the only way people had data on their horses was a fucking piece of paper or an Excel sheet that they kept that nobody else could fucking see. And you didn't and you didn't race it. It wasn't the same game. So you just kind of messed around. And then if you didn't like it, you didn't like the game, you didn't like the game. It wasn't like, oh, this is a 10 e course. It was just, right. no, I, I'm not doing it. Yeah, so a lot of those guys have disappeared and don't even know his head's still open. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe 10% on seed lock is, is hard, but there's other people who are not maybe seed lock, but just aren't paying attention at all. Or forgot. You could, you like, could yeah, I said, they don't even, barely, they don't know what's going on. Dude, there's this one horse, and I'm not going to tell you the name because it's still a secret. There's this one horse that I fucking, it's a Genesis Z9, and they, they raced it in a G race, like, long time ago. And I bid on that horse, like, once a month, guaranteed. And I did have And that horse is still fucking sitting there. It hasn't moved. The wallet hasn't moved. They haven't bought another fucking horse. They haven't raced that horse. But have you researched the wallet? Like, like transfers? What about like transfers? Like, what? what's the wallet doing? Not just, not in Zed, but just generally. Oh, you mean like the actual MetaMask wall, like the actual whole, like they're fucking, like what they're doing on... Check their activity and, on OpenSea. Yeah, on, e- on EtherScan. Or on OpenSea and EtherScan. What would I be looking for? Like to try to find them, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Find, find other activities that they're doing. Find them in a fucking Discord send, somewhere. Send me the wallet. I won't buy it. I promise you. And I will. <laughs> well, I know you won't buy it because the fucking, it's impossible. <laughs> Nobody's buying it. <laughs> That's not true. Because if you don't, if it, well, it's only impossible if they're not doing anything. But if they're doing something, then. Because they might not get your offer. Well, now, like, OpenSea's changed so much before, right? Now you can actually get, like, email alerts and stuff when people put bids on it. At the beginning, it wasn't like that either. So it's like you'd have to literally be checking your wallet to see. But you can turn alerts off, though, too. Yeah, you could. But you have to also turn them on. Yeah, if you don't have them on. Like, if you never turned them on, like, if you bought a horse in March and haven't been back to OpenSea since, you're not going to be receiving shit. You don't have that, yeah. Yeah, you're sending your offers straight to the wall. Just... <laughs> yeah. S- sending with the punks, the punks comments. Send, DM, me, DM me the address, <laughs> and I'll, I'll dig into it and see what I can find. But, I mean, there's a lot of horses like that. I mean, I wasn't really necessarily referring to that one, but there's got to be sure. a ton of Genesis like that, right? Yeah. Where the owners just... Well, that's one that you, that you know you like. So you're like, hey, I actually have something. I, I like it. So there's probably, like, imagine how many guys, like, got a horse, bought a Genesis... 28 odds and haven't touched it since and left it in, in, in the 1600. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. One, right? one race, like 1600, like thanks. Or it was a butte going up against a bunch of Z1s and Z2s, and you know, like maybe, maybe it'll be good. Just it got fucking screwed in the griff. Uh, Doofy was telling me that there was like a bunch of guys, like when they did the reset, they just were like, fuck this game and left. I'm sure. Like they were like, like fuck this, like you know what I mean. Like if you're gonna reset my fucking horses, fuck you. And they left. I just left. Sounds very Australian. From the reset, the old reset. Yeah, can you imagine if fucking Zed did a reset right now on your fucking, you know, your great horse that you have that you you just paid? Look at Wagney. They just paid what thirty for a god for a for Artois, and that. I mean, imagine they did a reset right now. Well, I guess getting to that, what I do have a question for you because they did say that they're going to change the breeding algo, right? 
Um, what are your thoughts on that? I, I think what they're going to do, and this is my guess, I have no insider knowledge or haven't talked to anybody or anything, but this is my guess. Nothing is going to change except for the fact that if daddy's a sprinter and mommy's a sprinter, they're going to have some kind of calculation that the baby's going to be a sprinter at a higher ratio. But that doesn't mean it's going to be a good sprinter. You're still going to have to hit the distance, the, the, the variance role. You're still going to have to hit the, the, the base ability role. But it's just going to be more likely that it's a sprinter. Right? So you still you feel like you're a little bit more in control because you're actually like, you know, oh, I want to, I want to get me a sprinter. So that's kind of cool, right? I mean, really, like if you're really trying to get a sprinter, you breed with a sprinter stallion and you have a, a, a sprinter mare. And they breed together, and it's like a way higher. It's like the breed, the color algorithm, right? You know, like if you breed a midnight black, the midnight black, you got a way higher chance of getting a midnight black. Sure, but that's not proven. Isn't that proving not to be true on the color algorithm? Oh, have you seen Stack Knacks? Yeah, haven't you? Haven't you? Yeah, haven't you posted about that? And I, I've, I mean, I've seen it. I, I breed a lot, so aren't you seeing that? That's not pretty much not proven to be the case. Uh, if 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 it's the formula that they've used. It's so wrong. That they've, that they've shared with us, then yeah. it is the most yeah, unlucky. Yeah, it's the most unlucky fucking formula it, in the history of. Because in, in one in one item, you can't say that it's like like right on on one breed. You can't be like, no, I messed up because it's just the odds. But over the course, it messed up. Over the last two months, I want to say that they fixed that because for the first four or five months that breeding was open, every attempt that i made at a super coat i couldn't even get a, a color in that fucking color palette i was so off missed so many times and now it's like my my super coat percentage is probably like 80 percent if i'm trying right now I did, and, and we could call that luck right we could call that randomness we could call that range we could call that. yeah they're just but making up making up so for the uh, the misses so that's what I think happens with the that's what I think happens with this breeding algo change. I don't think it's gonna be something where a great horse and a great horse are gonna breed and they're gonna make a great horse. I think it's gonna be more of like a sprinter and a sprinter get together and it's a higher percentage that they have a sprinter baby. It doesn't mean that the sprinter baby is gonna be any good or it's not gonna be sense. as good as its parents, but just more of like you're just like more in control of what you're whether you're getting a, a mid-range horse, a sprinter or a marathoner. That kind of stuff. So you don't think it's going to give it like more variance options or like one of the horses is like a good variance, like a sprinter or marathon, and you might get the variance passed down plus the base ability. I think if you do, the game's over, right? Yeah, well, I guess you're right. Yeah, because you could, you we know the variance horses, right? So you're like, oh, let me put the variance horse with the Z1. Yeah, I mean, the game, but I mean, if, if, if there's any with kind of... With Edge and we're good, we won. Right. I mean, if you if you, if you fucking cut the point spread in the NFL in half, the game's over. You can't take bets on it anymore. And I think it's the same way with the breeding algorithm. If they make the breeding algorithm any good, the game's over. That's a good point. No, it definitely makes sense. So keep it vague. Yeah, but I think that they want to make it where we feel like we have more control so that if we're breeding a sprinter and breeding a sprinter, we get a sprinter, right? I mean, like more likely, like if you breed the same pair of sprinters together three times, you're going to get sprinters like two out of three or whatever. doesn't mean they're going to be good sprinters, just they're going to be sprinters. 
Well, one would hope, yeah. And I mean, that's cool, right? That's a nice addition. And it still keeps us from solving the algorithm a little better. I, I think that's about the extent of what we're going to get. And I, and I, I agree, heard... I agree with what Crazy Cat just said. I think that... I, I don't believe... This is my opinion, and this could be 100% bullshit, and I have no data to support it. I don't think that horses are a full color. And I think that's what plays into that color formula. Like that the horse, sense. the horse is 56% midnight so black. So it gives it a dominant color because it's got the highest percentage, but it's not 100%. Right. And that's what creates a lot more of the randomness in the, like, how the fuck do you get a, a I don't know, a fucking AO green fucking horse out of a black one and a yeah. freaking yellow one or something or whatever. You know what I mean? No, it makes sense. I think it's 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 a crapshoot, and I, I want to say I, I feel like I read it somewhere, um, but f- I think finally there's going to be something coming. They're going to talk about supercoats again, right? It was just kind of in the white paper, the FAQ, whatever you want to call it. Um, but there's some supposedly something coming out on supercoats. I forget where I saw it, um, but I'm curious about that because my first horse was a supercoat that I bought had no clue about it. It was an exclusive Z19 Butte, um, bright cerulean super coat. And I was like, all right. And so it got me onto those like color fix. Um, you know, and so I got a bunch of fucking, you know, super rare coats and all that kind of stuff. But the coat really doesn't matter. I thought, you know, I, I think I read too much into colors mattering. And in reality, it's bullshit. And I think they've removed a lot of that color language from from the paper. So now, yeah, it's, I remember you know, the greens used to run long distances. Yeah, like that, but they had, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My, my first horse was like a purple one. Oh, they know how to judge the race, they're really good at reading the race. And it's like, okay, but, sure. But the one thing that I think that color is going to matter, I think there's going to be color tournaments. That could be I cool, but that's I just think fun. Be, I think there'll be super coat tournaments. That's all fun. I think, I think that there maybe will be some super coat bonuses. Like if a super coat wins, it gets, you know, in this certain race or tournament or whatever, it gets a 10% boost or something. Yeah. So I, I think that, that those things are probably going to be coming into reality. I don't think – the thing is, is like people ask me about color all the time. Like does color play into breeding, you know, fitness or does it play into racing fitness? And the answer is no. You know what color does play into? Sales fitness. Yeah. Well, people- colors sell for more and faster. Yeah. Hey, I want a green horse because I can see it on the track. Doesn't mean it's a fucking good horse. It's just it stands out from all the other neutral bullshit that's on the track. Right. Yeah, they're they're taking everything away. Super coat. I don't know. It, forever. It's going to be a thing, but they talk about it too much. They, someone's got a real it, fucking hard. It will be for sure. Yeah. I but I mean, be, look at our buddy, right? Darth said, right? Like he's got a stable that. The goal is all super coats, right? So it's like, you know, people have strategies in that. I did hear that too. What what Michael said that on they took super coat notes away on your super coat, like right, right. That's just that's just because they suck at UI design. They just (laughs) forgot it. It's still there though. It's lost the ability. Yeah, it's still real. I think. You know what I noticed though, and and this is probably a little bit of an inside secret. The API has a bunch of new empty fields, and they oh, added a bunch of uh, like strange things to the to the API now. 
like like these it's not even like just the the regular code stuff it's like they've added like these sentences of like really looks like some really strict um i don't know what do you want to call it uh really strict like rules on horses now that are more specific than just class but they're not filled in yet right they're not like real filled yet that's gonna be interesting here you go uh knuckle on well, excited shows. to see what they got look I mean, there's new fields. We're ready to see what they are, you know? I still got a, a, a SC right here. Take me to Brown Town. This is the best oh, horse you ever find. Yeah, Z19 exclusive beaut. 125 races. It still says 4. Super there. Yeah. Yeah. So Super, super here trash. too. So, I don't Let's know. Sell it right now. <laughs> it's my beauty. It's my namesake right here. I think that there's something to do. I think there's going to be some cool shit with those fucking new API fields they added. They're going to yeah. do some shit with That'll be cool. I mean, that's that is a nice uh, insider piece. Actually, we were, you know what, Jay, we were talking about giving away a horse, but I think we're not doing um, maybe Saturday on. Yeah, once we get Vance on, we can do it. I, I don't mind giving away yeah. some horses too, and just fucking dicking around. But we we got Dan Chan on tonight, so I think that was that was the win in this all. But you know, we'll, yeah, it was we'll fun to be here, then. man. I really enjoyed it, guys. It was a blast. Yeah, good to have you back. We appreciate your thanks for your time. And I wish I, I wish I could everybody. Thanks for coming. I wish I could have fucking said something a little more controversial, you know, you know, get some feedback here, get the Twitter action going. It's not too late. We got time. <laughs> you got time. You might have got rid of a lot of listeners by now. We we went long, so if everyone's out, <laughs> then you're, you're good. Say whatever. Say whatever you want to say. You you got the apple piece. I got fucking know. tortured last time, man. I know. I know. So did we. We feel bad. We were like. Look. <laughs> We got no, chastised in our Twitter feed, and and the guy from the DJ network sent us a message, and he's like, "Hey, just want you guys to be aware of this. This is what's being said." And it was like, I think it's blown out of proportion. No, we thought we thought it was good though last time, and you know, it was interesting. It was funny to see. We're like, man, people were like, "Yeah, see, like Crazy Cat said, you you were mild," and we didn't give we didn't tell Dan anything. We no stipulations about coming on. Nothing about you got you just be yourself. We we'll have any we we'll have anybody on at all. No, but I mean, I don't really feel like my opinions changed much, to be honest. I don't think so either. No. <laughs> Actually, if if anything, the the truth is, I think if anything, uh, since last time, because we you know we talked a lot of free races and that was kind of the thing. But if anything, since last time, I think we were kind of proving right in all of perceptions that changed. Was going on. Yeah, but the overall perceptions changed for sure, and. I think that the changes in the game have opened up different conversations and whatever. And so we are harping on a point because that's where we were at that moment in time. Here we are three, four months later, whatever it is, different things to talk about, right? Different opportunities. And there's different things that piss us off. So here we are, we're shitting on tournaments, which we thought was fucking great, you know, a month ago, two months ago. So it comes and goes and it's just who who are you going to offend and, you know, people get on Twitter and they got, you know, they got their, their, their PFP is their thing. They're not docs. They're just out there and they can talk shit all they want. And, you know, there, there's nobody to hurt them. They're keyboard warriors. So whatever, have at it. Yeah, no, but I, it was great being on tonight though, man. I had fun and it was really cool as always, but, but, uh, you know, yes. the, when, I mean, are you gonna, when are you going to link up, time. when are you going to link up the, uh, thing for, uh, the maiden? that you're putting together oh my god yeah let me do one ad piece on the side bet the side bet is gonna be fucking sick everyone is invited there's none of this uh 
elite uh, 0.25 stuff now where you can bring one horse or a million. It's going to okay. be the prices are way less. We're talking like 0 0.01, 0 0.08 or something. I don't know what they are, but it's super way cheaper than it was. You don't have to enter 15 horses. You can't race 15. You can enter two or one. It's going to be really cool. And this pot's going to be fucking humongous. It's going to be huge. I is can't it, imagine. Uh, win, is it win game. only or is there other? No, no, fuck, win only. fuck that. I hate that win fucking. I hate that. Winner take all. I except you, for the, I figured that was what it was. I just want to be clear. Of, except for the charity. And I think that's one, one cool thing that you've always done is, is you've always pushed charity. So, you know, we, we appreciate that. Is there, do you have a website for this yet? Or are you going to push it on Twitter? What, no, how? it'll be on stack. It'll be on stack max and I'll start popping it out probably tomorrow or the all next right. day. I'm just making sure that all the UI works good and it's all smooth and people can actually sign up and it's going to be completely different this time. You're going to actually sign up. You're going to register your horses. You're going to see a fucking leaderboard. We're going to keep track of everything. It's going to be completely, it's going to be a, a whole different experience and another fucking sick fucking badass trophy. That trophy was the coolest trophy we've seen in Zed so far by a mile. That's awesome. Uh, we, we have, we'll, we'll promote it and, and we, we have gotten a ton of good feedback on uh, everybody's pumped about your stack knocks and there were a few comments earlier that didn't get brought up but to continue stack knocks which is good yeah stack knocks is cool it's super cool I only turn it off when I start getting behind in the tournaments a little bit <laughs> <laughs> that's all right I already got I already got it saved I already got the API saved straight from stack knocks it's like stack knocks too oh perfect <laughs> Well, great, man. It was great being on, man. Uh, great. Thanks for having me, you guys. I really appreciate it, man. It was yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you guys already know where to find him on Twitter. If not, just fucking type him out. But it's what? Spot on sports? Uh, yeah. Spot on parts. Parts. It's a joke. There. It's a fucking joke. It's like See? I'm spot on on parts of shit. There spot you go. on parts. So, yeah, <laughs> that's where you can find Dan Shen. You can find us at Unrecruited Pod on Twitter, Unrecruited Podcast on Instagram. We've got a Discord channel now if you want to come chat, hang out, and shoot the shit with us. Uh, it's on our Twitter profile. Uh, follow DJ. Dan, and listen you're, to some Dan, of the you're DJ invited, stuff. but no, no arguing with everybody in the Zed channel. Okay. <laughs> All right. Deal. Deal, deal. <laughs> uh, follow follow uh, DJ and, and what they got going on there. Uh, and and Bunchu, great guy, and, and he runs High Horse Stables with him and his wife, or his fiance, I think. So, um, they're they're a good time so check everybody out but uh yeah we're out and we'll talk to you guys next time all right see you